and welcome to Gameware Express's fourth annual Game of the Year Awards. 2016 isn't over until we say it's over, and we are here just a week late talking about our favorite games from last year. You know, we wanted to give everyone enough time to fully experience all of 2016 and make sure we got every single game under the sun. That's not true at all. But we did get most of them done, and we got everyone here, which I'm super excited about. Stephen Martin. Hey. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Neil Bonham. Yo. You ready to do this? Um, you know, it was really weird when you said Game of the Year and Annual in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. Fourth Annual Game of the Year show. Game of the Year is like, like hyphenated because it's an adjective describing uh, show. Right. And it's the official title. Vaughn Venters. Hi. How you doing? Doing all right. You excited? You ready? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. And we even have our traveling correspondent, Mr. John Michael Carley. Oh, I am in studio currently. That's right. Here we go. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited we were able to do this. This is the first time we've had to go into the new year, but it's early enough in the new year nothing's come out yet. So we're still talking 2016. We're still here to celebrate, I think, a great year of gaming. And of course, uh, we are doing our own individual list this year, as much as I'd love to fight y'all. We all haven't had a chance to play absolutely everything because just like every year we do this show, uh, we're, you know, we're playing things on our own time and on our, and on our own dime. So we don't have access to everything, but I think we did pretty well There's a lot this of year. There's a lot of games. Hit a lot of things. Uh, we have a few categories to run down and we have a lot of submissions uh, via Facebook and email for uh, listener game of the year picks. We'll be interweaving those as well. Uh, but I guess we'll start... As we always do with what uh, we've dubbed as our retro game of the year, because uh, a game where we always, you know, we sell new games, we sell old games. So this category doesn't necessarily have to be 20 years old. It's really just uh, your game of the year that did not come out in 2016. And since I'm looking at you, Stephen, um, hmm. do you want to kick things yeah. off? <clears throat> so I didn't play too many. Uh, well. Steve was trying to keep things fresh this year. Yeah, apparently you think I played tons of games that didn't come out this you year. You bought a machine that has 30 okay. classic games that on it. That does not count for no, anything. That's to resell on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> man. I paid next month rent with that shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, I didn't play too many games that didn't come out this year. Uh, but my favorite game that didn't come out this year that I actually finished was Yoshi's Woolly World. Oh, I played that like back in February, I think. And you really liked that game. I did. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's charming and fun and delightful and cute and not too difficult, not too easy, mm-hmm. despite mm-hmm. what some people might think. It's not like, um, what would be the you know, Kirby yard? Kirby's like That's too easy. There's a lot of... Game. Exactly. It's a game for babies. But Yoshi's Woolly World <laughs> is not babies. a game for babies. Because there are some challenging things. Uh, yeah. It's also gorgeous. Like, that game is beautiful. I will give it that. It looked really good. I want to like, see every Nintendo IP made out of yarn. Like, eventually, maybe <laughs> we'll get there. Like, how awesome would Zelda yarn be? That'd yep. be great. Pretty adorable. Some so, new powers. That'd yeah. Cool. Yarn you could powers. throw a yarn ball at something. I don't yeah. know. I don't make video games. A hookshot would look cool like that. It would. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, not much else to say about that, but that was, like, earlier in the year. I want to say it was January, actually, because mm-hmm. we were doing... The Google Doc back right. then, which I think I fell off on. I forgot I kept about going. that. I should do that. It's pretty good. Congrats. Anyway, that's a great game. Um, maybe one day it'll be on the Switch, because I guess everything for Wii U will be on the Switch. Hopefully. Probably. So. Well, wait, it's coming to 3DS. Yeah. So just get, get, get that version. Then. You can get your uh, the dog, what's his name? 
Poochie. Poochie. Poochie sure. and Scratchy and Poochie Show. Poochie. Yeah, you get <laughs> Yarn Poochie coming soon. Pre-order it now. So. Cool. Hey, Good stuff. Game Yoshi's Woolly World. What about you, Neil? Um, so I can't remember if I actually finished it. I, I, I believe I finished this one like early, early, early in the year, but I know it was a game that I was like loving at the end of last year anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like actually finished that this year. And that ended Plus up the just DLC, being, right? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the DLC and all that. And, um, Man, what a fantastic game. Like, probably the most, like, fun over-the-top I've had of any game this mm-hmm. generation. Um, just a beautiful blend of, you know, like, Ratchet and Clank meets Jet Grind Radio meets yeah. nothing else, I guess. I don't know. Tom, that makes some good games. But, yeah, it was it was a really, 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 really fun game. What was your favorite weapon in that game? Because um, they make great weapons. Yeah, they had games. a lot of cool ones. Uh I like the one that makes them blow up. <laughs> I actually had the most fun with probably wouldn't be Adam's favorite parts, but like the little horde mode yeah, parts hard, where you uh, yeah. kind of like built the mm. fort and like set you put the things on the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah like those that. were really fun. Yeah, I just I don't know what it is about horde modes and forced single player content because I didn't like that in Gears Four this year either, and I didn't like it in Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. How yeah. awesome would it be in a Mario game though? Like Ooh. it's like side scrolling Mario with, with <laughs> just enemies coming in left and right. <laughs> That'd be badass. Why don't they do that? Oh man, you should Nintendo call me a moto. I got a Mario Horde. Put it on mobile. Yeah. Well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they kind of already have something like that. It's Mario Maker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. That's true. But I can't download your level on 3DS because I can't follow you. Yeah, so it doesn't sadly. really work. Hey guys, let's keep the politics out of this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I voted for Mario Maker on the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunset Overdrive is a great game. Good pick, Neil. Okay. I approve. Throw it to you, Vaughn. I actually didn't play too too many old games, and I'm like the retro like master of stuff. That's true, <laughs> but. I went to a lot of like cons and uh, tournaments and whatnot over the year, and mm-hmm. uh, a setup that me and the 482 boys always brought with us was uh, something for Mario Party. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. we played a lot of Mario Party this year, and that uh, game and, is and really was, fun to like, play with a lot of like people. Like I played with like a ton of different people this year. Are you talking about the first Mario Party? I'm talking about just Mario, the Mario oh, Party just, series. Mario Party one. 10. Yeah. That's one. Yep. It's mostly uh, Mario Parties 1 through 6 that That's we played. still 6 games. That's still 6 games. <laughs> six games. Yeah. That, that did the same thing last year. I mean, Mar- Mario Party is Mario Party. That's, That's not true that at all. Not no, true. absolutely well, not. From 1 through 8, you're correct. Yeah, 1 through 8. I mean, we, we, like, the, only time, the only yeah. time I played the only time I played 10 was uh, over at your place, yeah. Adam. That's and, true. Uh, you mean right here? Right on the other side of our studio. Yeah, we didn't even play nine at all this year because nine is garbage. But, That's true. Uh, most true. we mostly played Mario Parties in one through six. Isn't so. that German for garbage? Mario, Mario Party Party nine. nine. <laughs> so yeah, the Mar- Mario Party series one through six okay. is my retro game of the year. And it, games of the year. <laughs> there are so many like crazy <laughs> stories that you can like get with people just from playing Mario Party. It's, That's true. How I hate all of you now. <laughs> Steal my yeah. star. Yeah. Well, no, because in the new ones, you're just friends now. So no, you just no, I don't want to be friends with any of you guys. We won't talk about the 3DS game. That was important. John Michael. Yo. What about you? 
Um, do I do I have to finish this game for it to count? No. Okay, because we've been really still enjoying that that Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance yeah, game. Yeah, we have been. Uh, I, I I like it. It's so cheesy and dumb, and I just love it. Yeah, th- we're, we've been playing the remaster on PS4, which I think during like the dungeon crawling parts oh. looks really good. It but does. when you get to like the zoom in on oh, the faces or any of the cutscenes are, are so bad. Yeah, like, I mean, that game just, came out ten years well, ago. Well, yeah, it looks PS2 graphics. That yeah. Are, so it doesn't look great there, but it's still fun. It's just yeah. silly. And, and I think it helps me both really like Marvel. I think so. And if this was just, like, not Marvel licensed game, No, there'd be no be... reason to play Exactly. It. Absolutely not. But, yeah, no, I've been enjoying playing that, uh, too. When you yeah. find, get a four squad. Yeah. Tear through those dungeons. Absolutely. Cool. That's a good game. I was waiting for that to go on sale. And it never did. It never nope. did. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Activision's not, not going to give you a discount. What are you, crazy? No. Uh, for mine is a game I've tried three different times, and I finally went through and beat it this year. Uh, Dead Rising was re-released on the Xbox yeah, One. Yeah, that was going to be my other Technically, option. it came out ten years ago, and uh, this was either my third or fourth time attempting to play this game, and I finally got through it, and I loved it. So good. And I've said before... Uh, this seems like a game in a genre I would love. The zombies in a mall, and you yep. use the stuff in the mall anyway. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed that game, and I'm halfway through two, or halfway. I'm like well, a quarter of the way through two, and it's just not the same because things work. Whereas in Dead Rising One, part of the charm was how you had to fight with the like it's AI. Broken to do in a it. lot of ways, and it's frustrating, but you it grows on you in some ways. Yeah. Uh, so I, I haven't been playing through two because because as much uh, because I'm trying to play other things for this show, but when you have to escort a survivor, they're smart, and you just give them a weapon, and they actually mm-hmm. use it, as opposed to trying to, like... Anyway. But Dead Rising is great, and I'm glad I finally got to go through and uh, finish it off. That's like uh, in Guitar Hero 2, when hammer-ons and pull-offs finally work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, why is this working so well? I don't like it. Um, so yeah, so there we go. Looking back uh, before 2016, some a good games. Great episode. Great episode. Yep, we did it. <laughs> Retro we'll be back game next episode. week for our, for our <laughs> fifth game. Yeah. And then our, our next category is something we uh, started last year. Well, we're going to start bad, but then we'll finish good. Okay. So our next category is most disappointing game. It's like whenever mm. you, anyone asks if you want the good news or the bad news first, yeah. you always choose yeah. the bad news first. Now, yeah. most disappointing doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean worst game of 2016. It just means a game where you had your expectations set high or you were expecting, you know, But whatever, typically then, would come from a pretty – Bad game. Yeah, I mean, there are wor- like my most. I've played worse games than my most disappointing. Sure, game, of course. I was really okay, high sure. on this one, so we'll go in the same order. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah. So Steven, um, most disappointing 2016. I think my most disappointing game is a game that I didn't play at all. Um, <laughs> but I would have played it uh, if it had the features that the Wii U version had when it came uh, out. A yeah. Year ago. Uh, uh, it may have been a game that might not have ever left the cartridge slot. Of my 3ds but uh mario maker mm-hmm. uh just missing some really kind of important features of sure. mario maker mm-hmm. like <laughs> being able to share your levels <laughs> over the, <laughs> there's, the there's no mario or yeah, yeah. No mario <laughs> that sonic is actually in it now <laughs> or being able to download your friends levels i mean yeah technically we're all near each other a lot so we could stream we could have done that yeah it's fine um but also the performance issues uh and the fact that kinda, he, when you drop the it, the items, it doesn't say what you're yeah, dropping. It doesn't, it doesn't do that cute little, little sing the music to the name of the item that mm-hmm. you're using. So I'm mm-hmm. sure it's fine. Like if you just want to play a Mario game on 3DS, and it does have a hundred, yeah, it's got a hundred levels. levels from Nintendo. Which but I think the Wii U version was supposed to have that. At least yeah, they said they, yeah, they would, yeah. and they never did. But because make you buy it again. 
whoops, I didn't buy it again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I can definitely see that. So yeah. that was a high. That was, I know you played a lot of that last year. Yeah, a few, a few of us did, and then for it to come out again would be any worse. Yeah. Pretty disappointing. Yeah, pretty disappointing. But like I guess I hadn't played it at all. Right. But, yeah. Oh, here's the Mario Maker on Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> and on mobile. <laughs> Neil. Uh, so mine is Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah. Um, because that's a game that I've been waiting quite a while for. Mm-hmm. And no, always, I, don't, I don't blame you, man. <laughs> it always looked pretty promising until they actually like finally started rolling out like the game. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, uh yeah. And then you know I put 120 dollars towards it. I still I don't even sorry. have like all the rewards. What, the, oh, what are you missing? Uh, I game? still never got the physical copy of the game. Me either. Or the Art the art book. That's weird. You can go to Gameware right now and get the physical copy of the game for probably like eight dollars. Yeah, they are. Um, like, it's fourteen. Oh, uh, fourteen. <laughs> yeah. I got I got to um like as a backer they let you choose like if you want you know English or Japanese versions of stuff and I picked oh. Japanese versions because uh, it looks cool. So, yeah, yeah, I got like the Japanese shirt, the Japanese art book, and the Japanese yeah. physical copy. So I know Best Buy was clearancing the version with the statue for nine dollars. Nice, mighty hmm. um, number nine dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess like cost versus how much I actually cared to play because I sure. I essentially spent a hundred and twenty dollars on that game and I played it for about an hour. Okay. So yeah, if that honestly that that that's what's rough and it just really sucks because it's like it was like one mechanic that just ruined the whole game. Mm-hmm. Like if if it just wouldn't have had this like if it just would have had, you know, enemy set and not spawn based on screen position, yeah, it would have been fine because it would have been a rhythmic shooter, but eh, oh well. Oh well. <laughs> Get them next time. <laughs> it's based on a, it's based off of a Capcom game with respawning enemies. So, yeah, no, this I is know. how that goes. <laughs> but that game never had combos. Yeah. yeah, that For played no into reason. it into yeah. a way, and then mm-hmm. just completely ruined that whole combo. Right, it did, right. It did so. not work for that game. So yeah, the visuals are garbage yeah. too. It works for Mega Man, doesn't yeah. work for Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. I've talked about this game <laughs> quite a bit already. Probably already know what it is, but it. it came out in February of this year. Yep. It's based off of four anthropomorphic creatures <laughs> piloting our wings through space. It's Star Fox Zero. Man, yeah. I was super hyped for that game when they showed it at E3 in, like, what, like, 2014? I think so, yeah. Something like that. And when it came out, that game played nothing like a Star Fox game. Nope. Like, at all. <laughs> the controls were garbage. I don't know who thought it was a good idea to have two different screens to try and keep an eye on everything. <laughs> Nintendo. And trying Nintendo to did. fly and shoot It'll be better at on the mobile. same time. <laughs> Not to mention trying to go through all range mode with that shit. It just did not work out. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It just was not good. I wasn't trying to play Captain Buzzkill, but I remember talking on the show. I'm like, Vaughn, I'm telling you, it's not a good game. Because I played it. it had and you're t- like, no, it's going to be good, I promise. It and had time to fix itself, though. That's true, that was it did the get thing. delayed. <laughs> but they did nothing to fix it. Right. So that was a 2015 release initially. So, yeah. look at him next time. Yeah, Star Fox 1. So, <laughs> just wait, guys. Just, just wait. Yeah, it takes place in World War it was, 1. <laughs> it, was, it, tried, it tried too hard to be story. Star Fox 64 while being nothing like Star Fox 64 mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, that it, doesn't make any sense at all. Like, 
I, it's easily my least favorite game of 2016, and it's easily the worst Star Fox game I've ever played. Damn. And that's it's, in a it's world... racking up the accolades for Vaughn. Oh, that's, that's, that's over that's Adventure in, in a, Command. <laughs> <laughs> Adventures is a good game. It just wasn't a Star Fox game. <laughs> okay. Like, it's actually a good I'll, adventure game. I'll, I'll let you have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, that was it, it, was, it was an adventure game with Star Fox characters slapped on it. Okay. But yeah, that's in a that's in a in a world where Star Fox Command exists, and that game was pretty bad too. So, okay, it's just, just disappointing how that franchise won't evolve anytime soon. It no. might it might be dead for it, good. It now. just really feels like with the Switch coming out this or in twenty seventeen, uh, Nintendo really threw in the towel for like just kind of shitting out releases they had oh, to sure, for twenty sixteen, and like they were just kind of calling it in for this year. And I'm hoping once Switch comes out, it will be back to like true Nintendo form. You know. Hopefully, yeah, we'll see. They seem to be so. quite business oriented now. Yeah, well, they're just Zelda oriented right now. <laughs> that's, that too. that's the only thing they're focusing on. Yeah, basically, that's our whole E3 booth this year. Was hey, it's the 31st anniversary. <laughs> oh, the, the big three one. Yeah. What about you, John Michael? Uh, I play a lot of good games this year. Um, they're bad. You just avoided them. Yeah, but there has to be something you play like. Uh, so I, I guess uh, it wasn't something I was super looking forward to, but mm-hmm. um, I played the other ones and I they were okay. I liked them. That that the new Star Ocean game on PS4 uh, is is pretty not good. Star uh, Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness. Sure, that sounds like yeah. a title. That's that just another sounds... series that to me is like. Going the route of Kingdom Hearts, where just like the design in the game is throwing me off to where it, I just don't care. Right. So, like, the Star Ocean on uh, the PS2 is really good. Yeah. And then uh, the international, whatever version, or on PS3 and 360, well, not, not it bad. Okay. It's, it's really JRPG and the characters are annoying and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. fine. It's worth a playthrough if you got some time to kill. Yeah. Uh, but this one was really bad. It's like a, a really bad knockoff of a Tales game, is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you ever wanted to play the worst Tales game ever, go play this Star Ocean game. Dang. I'll play that one first, and every Tales game I play. That's what you should do. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then for mine, man, I was probably the most hyped for this game, uh, because it's following up my, well, the show didn't exist in 2012, but my 2012 game of the year. Uh, XCOM 2 came out in February, and that was the biggest letdown I've had in a game in a long time. Probably because you let me die too many times. That's true. <laughs> That's true. No. Um, it's just everything that made uh, what I loved about XCOM, just like the atmosphere and like the setup, and just like the overall charm of that game. As aliens take over, you can use charm. Is that word? But anyway, yeah, charming was all ripped, and XCOM 2 just felt soulless. It's like they took all the mechanics you knew and loved from the first game and just kind of slapped them in, but didn't like build anything around it. Like tweak and finesse things. Yeah, so. exactly. And the story was weird because you know it's like at the end of the first game, even though you won and killed the aliens, in this one the cannon is like, well, actually the aliens won, so ah, now we're trying to like be the revolution and. It didn't make any sense, and it wasn't fun going around in like towns as opposed to like these vast wars where like the you know the, the alien ships crash. Yeah. You have to go find them. Yeah, I like those levels. And the fact that you're no longer in an underground base and to expand your base, you have to dig deeper into the earth. You're just in this spaceship you stole, and you just have to like clear out your rooms because your mom told you to clean your room. Oh. Now you put another arc reactor because whatever. And like I said, just it seems like they took all the mechanics from the first game, and then just like okay, well we need this to happen again. Uh-huh. But it just wasn't as fun. It didn't work. I had more fun making all of y'all as characters sure. That's than I did fun. actually playing the game. You I'll know? do that on any game where I can exactly. create a character. Uh, so yeah, considering, like I said, 2012 game of the year to XCOM 2 was just... Mm. And the fact that 
you know, it launched initially only on PC without controller support because they're like, we're not even going to worry about that. We're just going to focus on the PC version. But then they brought it to console and it had control. Anyway. Did they ever patch in controller support to PC version? I don't know because I quit playing it in like March. Right. So I never went back to it. Maybe like Steam controller support. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, you know, another Firaxis game I did love, Civ 6, came out this year. So. Well, let's not get into that yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Is that all of our. I, I want to say if that's all of our most disappointing games of the year, I'm very proud that none of us brought up No Man's Sky. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. I didn't really like play said, it. So. So, like, like I said, it's not worst game. It's just No Man's Sky, my expectation bar and what I got bar were like pretty close as opposed to like I, I, I expected XCOM 2 up here and it came down I here. agree. I, I'm just proud that we all didn't like pander to that like. Like low hanging fruit. That's right. my game of the year. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> I mean, we all yeah. played a bunch of different games, and we all have different experience playing mm-hmm. said games. So, like, yeah, but you're right. No Man's Sky would be like the easy, like dead horse to be. Oh, but, sure, yeah. I really I, I enjoyed think us, my hour with that. Yeah, I think yeah, all of our I, expectations. Yeah, that's how I feel like. Yeah, I don't think any. That's why I'm saying I, I, I don't, I don't hate that game. No, so, yeah, so it's, neither it's, do I. Fine. I will say I wanted to blow the fuck up out of Mighty Number no. Nine, but Neil already <laughs> did that for me. So good job, Neil. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. <laughs> but now to turn things on a more positive note, Ooh. our a new category this year, Ooh. best surprise. surprise. So it's kind of the opposite, something you weren't really expecting too much out of, and it kind of you know blew your expectations away. Um, Stephen Lee's yeah. off. Um, so I don't play a lot of mobile games, mm-hmm. um, and I still don't. Right. Uh, but for a good two or three weeks, Pokemon Go was like the coolest, <laughs> most fun thing on the planet. Sure, yeah. yeah. And that was surprising to me because I yeah. didn't think that I'd be going to LSU's campus at two in the morning mm-hmm. uh, for a week. Right. Just kind of like zombieing around with a hundred other people. <laughs> yeah, that blue like glow coming from their phone. Yeah. You know what they're doing. <laughs> or like if you just see someone walking towards you in the mall and you know they're playing Pokemon <laughs> yep. Go. And yeah, then that, when I they mean, walk past you, yeah. That was like hear a, the, the chips and tunes from it, like from people yeah. collecting things from Pokestops. And, yeah. That, that was like a social revolution for those like two weeks. Yeah. People were yeah. doing it. And, and I know it's it's not the best game. And it, right. it's probably some people's like one of their least favorite games mm-hmm. uh, of the year maybe. But it was fun for when I was playing it. Yeah. yeah. And I even spent some money on it, which Whoa. I can't say. And it was fake money. Right. You know, Google. <laughs> Get that Google money. Google survey yeah. money. Um, but yeah, we I had a lot of fun. And I, I'm going to always look back at that moment yeah. and kind of cherish that. Do you I don't think, think it's one of those things where it's like if the game wasn't like didn't break and Niantic was kind of like scrambling because I don't know if they weren't expecting so many things. Could you have seen that going further than those two weeks? Or do you think that? Yeah, was if, it, if it had like you know like battles and a trading mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it had more content, of course. Yeah, but exactly. I think it, everyone fell off that game pretty quick, even though it's still a pretty high grossing title, or at yeah. least it was a couple months ago. And yeah. I've heard they added some new things recently. I just. I haven't even installed it on this new phone I got a couple of months ago. And I'm sure when they add Gen 2, like, people will go back to it. There's mm-hmm. probably yeah. more potential in the future yeah. you know, for that game. I logged in to get my Santa Pikachu. So, <laughs> nice. You know, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, it took me five seconds to find a Santa <laughs> Pikachu. So. That's cool. That's not the answer I was expecting from you, to be yeah. honest. That's really neat. <laughs> Surprise. How about you, Neil? So, uh, this was a game I just really wasn't really expecting to be good at all. Mm-hmm. Um. Basically because the series was going in a different direction mm-hmm. than it originally started off. And then they had the whole thing where they were holding review copies and doing all that. But then all of a sudden, uh, Doom came out. I'm going to piggyback with you because this is also my most best surprise. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to join in on that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. but I well, have to... We'll have a Menage a Trois of surprising. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, 
everything I saw was like everyone was like kind of excited about that game. I was like, it's gonna be garbage. It's yeah, gonna suck. yeah, I thought so too. I was like, I mean, Doom they were, they were holding sucked. everything and, close to the chest too, and like you said, holding yeah, review copies. And, and you know, they had like changed around Wolfenstein. Oh but, yeah, but the thing is, they had given it to a new team. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. still id Software making the game. It was Machine Games who, who was... made the Darkness, and they were really good and story driven right and shooters, and so they did a good job, you know. But um, yeah, I I remember like just playing the demo of doom and um just the second like where you bust out and it just hands you a pistol and you start shooting and firing enemies and it's i was like okay so like, yeah fun. wow mm-hmm. and it, it really like doom is a game that i can remember playing like like putting in the floppy disk like and loading <laughs> it up like with like you know dos prompts and playing that game on the computer uh much to my mom's chagrin but my dad always let me play it you know? <laughs> and so like it really feels like that old school experience on a new generation. And that's yeah. what I loved so much about that game is that it, like I'm collecting blue keys and opening doors and finding yeah. secret yeah. areas. The, and... the entire time I played it, I was sitting there thinking like, you know how you'll play, you know, the PS2 on PS4 games. You're like, this is how I remember the game running. Right. And, lo- and like, that's what, how I feel the new doom is. It's exactly. Like, this is what I remember doom being. And yes. I can't believe that it's still this fun of a concept. I mean, obviously they added some new stuff to yeah, it that makes but, it fun, but just that fast-paced arcade open-level yeah. style, like they prove can still be really good. So, as someone who's never played a Doom game ever in their life, I was fully like just waiting to pass on this title because I mean, I don't know, I don't know anything about Doom. I know everyone mm-hmm. hated Doom Three, but the fact that everyone was talking about how great this was. I was like, okay, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know if I like it, but whatever. So I already had a little bit of expectation going into mm-hmm. it. But then like once I finally started playing, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is so cool. And are we all playing on PS4? Yeah. PS4. Yeah, the yeah. fact that it's like it looks great and is running at 60 oh, frames per second on PS4. Beautiful. And it's just like go, go, go. Like even when you wake up from the like tomb or whatever and you grab your pistol, mm-hmm. you're just go, go, go. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm just bad at it because it's taken me a while to get through it because I keep dying a lot. I don't know if I'm just bad or if that's, that's how it is. Doom, I mean, though. Oh, yeah, really? I mean, it, you did that in old Doom. Tough, mm-hmm. tough yeah. moments. Yeah. And, like, the, upgrading the weapons is neat. And oh, yeah. having to switch through them so fast. And then, like, oh, I'm out of ammo. Let me pull off the chainsaw. I'll rip through this mm-hmm. dude so I get more ammo. And then do kill that, the dudes to yeah, get more health. Do that little no melee reloading. combos. Yeah, yeah exactly. No reloading is great. <laughs> and the fact there's no uh, health regen mm-hmm. is awesome because you have yeah. to go out there and, like, fucking earn it. Yeah. Like, if you're about to die, you better go, like, kick someone in the face and get your health back. Yep. It's so cool. And the music, like, the fact they had a custom metal soundtrack for this game and it helps add to that experience, make you feel like a badass as you're running mm-hmm. and shooting everything and there's just like heavy metal playing. It's a really cool game. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a really cool game. Absolutely. Really like cool like I said, it, it was a surprise. Oh, definitely. I'd agree with that. That's what I was expecting your answer to be too over there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vaughn, you're the only one left because you run on the well, um, with I'm, our Doom I'm, train. I'm, I'm surprised I'm going last. <laughs> hard, hard, hard. But, uh, my game that I was most surprised about, uh, mostly because I forgot about it because it's been years in development, <laughs> but it finally came out this year, uh, Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, that's a good answer. Because, <laughs> like, from what I've, like, heard, especially from Neil, about, like, the demos, like, it did not look or play very well. That demo was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Platinum was terrible. Dusuke was oh, a, an true. awesome demo, but yes. it had, like, terrible UI and Correct. controls. Yes, yeah. Yeah, but when it came out, like, I watched some other people play it. They were having fun with it. Like, the world was massive, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's, there's like, a lot of side quests. And from the very get-go of the game, when you start it up, 
And that's what pretty much anyone ever really asked for in a Final Fantasy game. So, yeah. and the fact that you got it and you like beat it in like a week or two, I beat it that weekend. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. I took a whole weekend just to beat that game. And it was, it was good. Uh, the only thing I could really complain about is that like the magic system was not really that good. No, it was <laughs> no really yeah. worth using. Good, just not useful. Yeah, yes, not very exactly. useful. Like you, you could just get by on just like your basic weapon, really, if you wanted to. Yeah, I actually, mm-hmm. don't want to use magic if it's gonna hurt me. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, the, the game's beautiful. It's got like really good. Uh, it's got memorable characters. They're all cool. Yeah, the story's nice. The side quests, like you could do side quests for hours, and it's just a very exciting game. A lot of content I, to it, yeah. Especially coming from like a, a string of not good Final Fantasy games. True, That's not true. not very many good ones since like I guess ten. ten. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say two, but <laughs> <laughs> dang, dude. Well, poor Japanese. I was about to say, <laughs> except for nine. You don't even like six. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like all those games. I like ten. So yeah. I wish I had played it more this year. Um, I think it's sitting at number seven of a top ten. We only do a top five on the show. Uh, but you know, if I played that more, it might have been up or down. But unfortunately, just didn't have enough time. I knew I wouldn't have fifty hours to get through it. It did come out later in this year. Yeah, yeah. So. it, it would have come out in September like it was supposed to. Right. You know, which I guess is another surprising thing since uh, once again it kept yeah it kept back. getting delayed and delayed, and it finally came out in the late later parts of November. I think the last mm-hmm. day of November. Yeah, or November twenty fifth. Uh, yeah, twenty ninth. So very close to the end there. You're right. So so yeah, some good surprises there. And I thought I didn't know all three of us were gonna have Doom because we haven't shared. Yeah, no, we didn't talk about We it haven't yet. shared our picks with each other. So I like the natural reaction. The most surprising here, so. was the most surprising category. <laughs> most surprising category. <laughs> um, cool. So now let's get into the meat of the show. Our top five countdown of twenty sixteen. Uh, we'll do it like we usually do. We'll each share five, four, three, and two, and then we'll go around and then go back around for, for game of the year. Uh, I'll also pull up the old inbox GameWareExpress at gmail.com is usually where you can email us where people have sent in their game of the year picks as well as on our, uh, in our Facebook group. I made a thread and people uh, commented some there so we can share some listener Sweet. Uh, game of the years as well. Um, but yeah, we'll count it down five through two. I'll do some Kung Fu math. Maybe we'll come up with a show game of the year like we did last year. We'll yeah. see. Okay. Steven. Hello. Number five. Lead us off. My so am I only gonna do five? Five through two. I'm gonna do five through two. Okay. Yeah. So um my list, it's kind of like I don't know, it's it's almost got this tinge of nostalgia to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about my favorite games that came out last year uh, bring me back to different kind of periods of my gaming life like right starting from when i was like seven years old and then maybe when i was 23 now i'm 35 anyway <laughs> um so my my the fifth game of the year is doom okay um doom is and it probably would have been higher if i'd finished it so doom like you guys said it basically they made a doom game yeah right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made a very good doom game and i i think that when i first saw some footage of what they were doing with doom with the hyper violent aspects of it i was actually kind of turned off of this game because mm-hmm. that's not doom to me oh really the the no. violence of the new doom it's 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 the the doom mods right yeah, it's, the, it's, it's brutal doom. it's brutal doom right. so when i played doom when i was 12 in 1993 it was kind of just this really chaotic 
fast-paced, hectic. There's so many enemies on screen. I don't know where I'm going. The light, yeah. it's almost like a horror game, but it's moving yeah. 100 miles an hour. <laughs> and that's why I love Doom. That's why I love this new Doom, because it's, it's all of that. But then it's got the crazy, brutal Doom stuff in there, too, which I grew to love. Yeah. And I, I love just the kind of the combo mechanic of... Uh, Getting that health back, like doing yeah. those ultra Do, doing the, the glory kills, yeah, like you get more health back than just killing them. So that game is Encourage phenomenal. It. Everything Especially about that game is when you go on chains, like where you're low on health, and there's loads of enemies, and like so you're just punching them, and it's yes. like you're getting health, but then losing it right away. So yeah. it's like you're just keeping yourself alive by just <laughs> ripping enemies <laughs> apart. It's so great. And you know some of the platforming parts aren't too bad either. It does, oh, it's it, great. It does a really good job yeah, of subtly like. There's little green blips, and that's where you're supposed to go. Right. Yeah. You know, so that, I think that's kind of Just, neat in the environment how they can help that out, help you out with that. My number four um, is probably the best platforming FPS game I've ever played in my <laughs> entire life. Yeah. And I, I playing through Titanfall two and, and like wanting more platforming sec- sections. That's weird. Like while I'm playing an FPS game, why do I want more platforming mm-hmm. sections? <laughs> right. That's, that's sounds especially like, sounds like, like they pulled a Metroid Prime. Yeah, a lot of it feels very much like Metroid Prime two actually. So. I mean, and the fact that each area of that game, it's only four or five hours long for right. the campaign, but like each hour you're doing something different, whether you're in the factory or you're doing the time stuff or you're doing, um, oh, my mind escapes you now. Well, you've got that, that electric, electric thing, yeah. you know. Um, so, I don't know, this, this game, I, I, it's hard for me to put it to words, but just like you said, it's, it's almost like the Mario Galaxy of an FPS yeah. game, because it just... It's got moments that are like Portal. It's got moments that are like Metroid Prime. It's got like Half Life. And you know. the moment, the second I get tired of like just being the soldier, it puts me back in the mech. And then mm-hmm. the second I'm tired of being, you know, in the mech suit, I'm mm-hmm. back at the soldier point. Yeah. And then when I'm kind of tired of all of that, it's putting me up against like 30 giant mechs in this basically <laughs> free for all, this kind yeah. of war zone, which was incredible. A very late game. Mm-hmm. Um, the game's phenomenal. It's a great game. And I, I like. I, I saw you tweet about it recently, how great it was, and I, I told y'all, Michael, I'm like, I told you, dude, I told y'all, Titanfall 2 is a great game. Yeah, and it's super cheap as of this recording. You can yeah. get it for like 30 bucks just yep. about mm-hmm. anywhere, but it's unfortunate that uh, they, they released that game when they did. Yeah, yeah, it came out at a bad time. In between Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty. And Call of Duty, Duty yeah. which, Dang. Despite the quality of either of those games, you know, something like Titanfall is not going to sell as much as no. either of them. Yeah. But important, the, multi- the multiplayer is great. They have that, like, lobby system where you can, like, have a like, crew you roll with so you can see if anyone's online and jump in with them. Like, that's all really cool ideas, but you need a community there to play it. And I'm sure yeah. there will be that very niche crowd, but it's not going to be... I, I, your I haven't game. played any of the multiplayer. I've just played yeah. the campaign, and it was, it was incredible. Great game. Um, uh, my number three game, uh, I is Dragon Quest Builders. Okay. I don't play Minecraft. I'm sure if I did, I would like it. Um, I just have never played it. But uh, Dragon Quest Builders, I think, scratches the itch of what Minecraft sort of does. It's, I mean, you can't. The game is really good. Yeah. You. I mean, Minecraft, you can pretty much do anything you want. I'm, I'm sure in Dragon Quest Builders, you really can't do anything you want. Um, but that's the nostalgic part of the Dragon Quest franchise, like the music and just the character design. It's a gorgeous game. I bought that game twice. Um, I bought it on Vita and PS4. There's no cross-save functionality. Like, I'm playing, <laughs> I'm just playing through the game twice. Um, but yeah, that, I don't really have much else to say about Dragon Quest Builders other than it's fucking phenomenal. Um, and <laughs> I was shocked go. we got it to begin with. We're yeah. doing so much Dragon yeah. Quest stuff All the now, Dragon Quest you know. stuff now. 
And my number two game is Dark Souls 3. What the hell happened? Whoa. That was my most anticipated game of last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Dark Souls okay. 3 is a great Dark Souls game. Um, it's I, I like Bloodborne more. Uh, but do you, do you feel like you would have liked? I mean, it's number two, so it's hard to like it even more. But do you feel it felt? Do you feel it felt uh, a little diluted coming out just so shortly after Bloodborne? Uh, like I mean, if you would have, would Bloodborne didn't exist and went Dark Souls no, two, Dark Souls three. No, because I could pretty much play those games like every year. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't have a problem. I I wasn't fatigued because it was more Dark Souls. Um, yeah. Okay. And they're they're different enough. They really are. They're all they're all they all have their own kind of yes. unique thing. I think. Part of me can say that I like Demon Souls best, or Dark Souls Two best, or Bloodborne. Right. Like I can pick out aspects of each of those oh, games. Absolutely. You know, Dark Souls One has the best level design. Dark Souls Two has like the best PvP. Bloodborne's got the most fun combat. Mm-hmm. Demon yeah. Souls has the best atmosphere, and Dark Souls Three is fucking good. Has the yeah. best mechanics. Yeah, it's just like incredibly refined. And um, yeah, I don't know. They each kind of do their own thing differently. And I spent over 100 hours of that game, so, I mean, I must have liked it. Might be all right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's your first four, or last four. We'll come back to you for Game of the Year. First, let's take an email. Uh, This one comes in uh, from Nick. says, hey, Game War Gang, long time no talk, but happy New Year's to you all. I'm greatly looking forward to hearing and learning what your Game of the Year uh, picks are. For me, it's an easy pick for a combination of reasons. The winner of my realm was Pokemon Sun and Moon. Okay. The game world felt so much more vibrant and alive. One, one game, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, two, you jerk. The game world felt so much more vibrant and alive than any other Pokemon game I've played. I really enjoyed the Alolan forms and many new Pokemon as well. The trial challenge system was very different and oftentimes far more humorous and even challenging. Uh, this, uh, this game made me more excited for the future of the series. I hope it's at least on a few of y'all's lists. Have a happy, uh, awesome day, and remember to brush your teeth and floss every day. Okay. I will say Thanks that right. Nick. <laughs> that game was almost my surprise game really? of the year. Because mm-hmm. as someone yeah. who has only enjoyed Pokemon since ever, Gen 1, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that game truly did blow me away with how good and fun it actually is as a as someone who does not like new yeah. roller skates, yeah, <laughs> I was excited for that game for a long time. So. It, it was almost it was almost my most, most best surprise. And actually, too. I mean, the hype for me from that game came from Pokemon Go. Like, yeah. I was not yeah. really interested in Pokemon Sun and Moon until like Go hit and kind of just made me. I was nostalgic. like, oh yeah, I love Pokemon. Like, yeah. <laughs> Neil, you're right. uh, five through two. So down. Uh, my number five comes in because it is just not only a great game on its own, but just does fanfare and. Such a good way, but Final Fantasy XV. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not the most complete game I've ever played. Um, yeah, it does not have the best story I've ever played in a game no. whatsoever. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, exactly. Like yeah. Vaughn said, the four main characters are very memorable. Beyond mm-hmm. that, I don't really care about anyone else in the game. That's true. Um, but it is just fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun, and it has so many throwbacks to... Every single like yes, I mean it has throwbacks to every main game Final Fantasy well, plus spinoffs. Yeah. Specifically, like, since you can listen to all the soundtracks driving around in well, your car. But like, I just mean like in the oh, I know what you of, mean. Like, but you like, know, this is the four heroes alight from one. Yes. You know, they they have a uh, different tools named after places in Final right. Fantasy VII. Like they have they have just so much stuff that is they have like fanfare, like, yeah. the standard summons and right. stuff. Yeah, like like a Leviathan skin for your car. Right. Like you know just <laughs> stuff like that that the game that 
most games would do and it would end up being really stupid but they did it very well it's all implemented into it it's, yeah. it's not like an on the nose like this is what we're referencing yeah it's like if you know final fantasy you know this reference it's subtle and it's good to where if you've never played it before you don't really know what it right. is but if you know and love a lot of the games in the series you recognize these names and stuff yes from all over and it they just did you know it's it, it's fantastic and i think it really shows them kind of bringing the series in I mean, I know every game is different, right? But yeah. this is essentially a direction I think they need to. This is how it's definitely with. a step in the right direction. This is yeah. how you get through to a new generation without doing like turn-based battles. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is this is the correct next step yeah. for that. And I think they tried to figure that out for a while, and I think right. this is probably where they need to. And land on. as someone who loves Seven and you know will anticipate the Seven remake, sure. no doubt, like the combat in this game made me. I, like I can't wait for that. Like sure. I hope, mm-hmm. I just hope it's a direct rip. <laughs> yep. You know, maybe a little bit more implications on magic being yeah. useful, yeah. Um, especially since just, Seven has Materia. And if anything, like if that, you but. could just do it kind of like what what Kingdom Hearts does for magic, that would be all yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it was it was great, and I was surprised at how much I actually enjoyed a Final yeah. Fantasy <laughs> recently. Um, number four. Um, I really love this game because there's a lot of games now that just kind of hold your hand and guide you the entire time you play them. And for a game to not do that, um, that's why Hyper Light Drifter is just, I thought you were going to say Dark Souls. Fantastic. (laughs) But even still, that has like a tutorial that tells you what to do. This game puts you in a world and you just go. Like, there's essentially, you can go three, three of the four cardinal directions on the map from the beginning of the game. It doesn't tell you where to go though. I went north, which is where you're supposed to go last. But it was the <laughs> hardest section of the game, but I ended up beating it. And it's like, so it's cool that a game will just, you know, kind of like, uh, I, I think Jonathan Blow said this whenever Phil Fish said that Japanese games sucked. But, you know, the sense of, uh, like how Zelda now will hold your hand and tell you how to use everything and yes. kind of like lead you, even in the dungeons, kind of guide you. Whereas the first game is drops you in front of a cave, you walk into it. There's an old man with a sword, and he's like, "Good luck, fucker." Yep, <laughs> and that's it. And you like, do it. I, like. I miss games like that. Right. And that's what Hyperlight Drifter was, and it was just so good. And then, you know, just the the personal journey that the game creator put into yeah. it. You know, yeah. with him having a heart disease and just doesn't right. know when he'll die. Right. And you know, just the game being very representative of that is you know really touching, and it was fantastic and almost like an honor to be able to play a game like that. Um, My number three goes into just pure blazing fun. I don't know how this game even ever came out or why it's even this good, but Overcooked Mm -hmm. is (laughs) just so much fun. Like it's literally the stress of my job made fun. (laughs) Even, even down to the rats taking food. (laughs) (laughs) That, that's a joke, by the way. <laughs> uh, but I just had so much fun, and you know, just even like testing the waters with the levels, and like you know, well, one player just sucks altogether, but two player is fun for like the entirety of the game. But some games, it's like three people is necessary. Some levels, four people is too much. You know, and mm-hmm. it, it was just, yeah. it was really cool. Very inventive levels. Um, yeah, I don't think you 
I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, so like World Five is really cool. I guess we, I won't really say too much. We of what just it unlocked is. that on yeah. stream, I think, for Extra Life. Okay, a it was ago. really fun playing that game in Extra Life yeah. with everybody. Yeah, and it just recently has some free DLC come out that I haven't played yet, but I want to. Mm -hmm. um, but well, we should know, all get together yeah. and do this some more. But yeah, just a just a surprising little fun cooking yeah. game that came out. Um, Definitely. And my number two is a game that I just cannot stop thinking about. Um, and that's Inside. Um, very, very, very creepy. Another game that kind of, you know, just throws you into a world. You have to figure out everything. There's no prompts, no HUD, no anything in the game. And mm -hmm. just a fantastic puzzle game with a weird-ass ending that was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't really know what much more I can say about Inside without honestly kind of getting creeped out <laughs> yeah like just because that game still haunts me in a very very good way mm -hmm. well that's good so, that's good yeah uh cool that was yours we're gonna take another email break these up this one comes in from craig it says hey g wear peeps oh is this craig's list my game of the year is a pc there are a lot of people booing, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> My game of the year is a PC title called The Turing Test. It's mm. a puzzle shooter in the style of Portal, but tells a story similar to that of 2001 A Space Odyssey. It also explores the realm of what uh, would make an AI conscious. Great story, great gameplay, mm. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I want to play that. Yeah, I, I saw that. Cool. It looked mm -hmm. up yeah. my alley. So Cool. Thanks for that email, Craig. Throw it to you, Vaughn. Number five. It seems like a lot of our lists are going to be really different because I played a lot of different games. That's good. That's yeah, good. Perfect. But, uh, my number five is a uh, platformer indie title that just came out. Oh, uh, Shantae Half GD Hero. Okay. And oh, cool. that game, like, I don't know what it is with like indie developers and doing platformers, but they have been on point for the past like couple of years. Like yacht games with shovel knight yeah and like wave forward with like, i think it's a lot because and Shante. you know there are people our age who grew up playing those types of games and now they're making games yeah so they're so drawing from their childhood Shante been around for a while this is game boy yeah. color game boy? Oh, yeah. yeah game boy color yeah but i mean you know it's the same team no uh, yeah uh, I didn't just know. in general yeah all those guys are like 60 now <laughs> they'll make Shante games <laughs> But yeah, uh, the the cool new like gimmick in uh, this Shantae game is like having multiple multiple transformations to do like some of the puzzles with the platforming. It still got like kind of like the uh, Zelda two aspects from like the last Shantae game, mm -hmm. uh, the Pirate's Curse, where you have to like go into like dungeons and whatnot. There aren't as many like big dungeons in this one, but it's more it gives you more of like a kind of like Mario and Mega Man feel. You actually like focus more on like killing enemies. And then you have, like, certain rooms where you find, like, items that you need to, like, finish the game with at some point. But, yeah, it's a really fun game, and I really like how they handled uh, the transformations and the uses of usage of magic. Oh, I love the Shantae games. Like, I'm definitely going to be picking this one up soon. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I think I have two of them already on PS4. I haven't played them, but Steven, you were telling me that I definitely yeah. need to get on that. They're like they're definitely yeah, really they're great. It's like you like Metroid to. or any yeah. classic. The last one I played was a Game Boy Color game, and it was really good. Yeah, I need to get on that. And the new art style is amazing for it. Like, yeah, it looks it, beautiful. It, it, it like ramped up a lot just like coming from like the last like couple of games, which were like all just pixel art, and now sure. it's just like all like good art, it's hand drawn stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm always a sucker for like hand drawn like stuff in games. So, it's cool. <laughs> real quick, as I make a list for later, I realize we 
talked about nine games so far, and we've had nine slots. So literally, we've all had yep. different games. Right? Yeah, we're about to have even more. Okay. <laughs> what you got, Vaughn? Number four. Number four is uh, a game that, like, some of you don't even acknowledge its existence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Star Fox Zero. <laughs> First of all, no, that's me, bro. If it's not on a cartridge, it's not a real game. Okay, so if I can't buy it at a store on a cartridge, well, I mean, Chante Half GD Heroes not on a cartridge. Yeah, it's on a disc. It's on a, it's on a disc. disc. Even better, <laughs> quote unquote. But yeah, uh, my number four is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Spirit of Justice. Making up games. Yeah, man. come on, that's not a game that I've heard of. <laughs> Mostly because Capcom doesn't have money or like the patience to deal with like the people who don't buy their stuff. You know, if they put the game on a cartridge, they'd have more money exactly. for me. I'm not paying thirty dollars to download a game. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Regardless, anyway. it is a good game because, like, yeah. Uh, Somehow they just managed to make these cases even more ridiculous the more games that like that come out with it. And a lot of people who like are really like big into the Ace Attorney series say that this is probably the best one of all time. Every, even since like Phoenix Wright Three. So mm, and I had a lot of fun just with all the twists and turns in this story. Like it, especially with like the new characters coming in, some old characters returning. Man. They brought back uh, Phoenix Wright, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> that was in the last one. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the game's really good. Uh, if you're a fan of Phoenix Wright, even if you don't like that it's digital only... What if I lose my 3DS? Yeah. Like, what do I do? Because <laughs> well, I can't re-download it. Well, if you're you losing... Can. You just if, have to give Capcom more money. If, you, if, yeah. you're, if you're losing your 3DS, you got a bigger problem. That's true. <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> but yeah. It's a fun game. Okay. My number three. You might be surprised that it's uh my number three, but uh, it's Pokemon Sun and Moon. Okay. Oh. Especially since I had I a lot of fun playing this game. <laughs> but yeah, one I game ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Moon. Well, I will pick Moon. Then. <laughs> That's incorrect. <laughs> because that was the one that I played. <laughs> but the night time is the right time. <laughs> po- Pokemon, the new po- like the new Alola like map is so good. Like I like how it's all. Sp- you don't like it? No. <laughs> that's, like the, that's like the one thing I could say that I don't care I, about. That I game. think it's really cool how we like going between like different islands to like do stuff. Seven point eight out of ten. Too yeah. much water. You don't even yep. go in the water that much in this <laughs> <Not> game. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I, I like I like uh, a good bit of the Pokemon. I don't like all of them, but mm-hmm. what's uh, your least favorite? Cause you have, you caught them all. I mean, do you have a what is my least favorite of the new? Generation? Or what gave you the worst first impression? You were like, what were they thinking? This is just a pile of garbage. Come on, <laughs> uh, the, the muck, sharp tooth fish thing. Yeah, yeah, it was the freaking Bruxish. Yeah, Bruxish, thing, the yeah. multicolored fish thing. I yeah. hate that one. Ugly, stupid grin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unnecessary. That's my favorite one. Okay. <laughs> uh, the movement in the game, as much as I didn't like not being able to use the D-pad at first, like it, like the more I used it, it felt way more fluid. Like yeah. I even tried yeah. going back to like doing like some stuff in uh, X and Y, right? And I tried to use the D-pad to move. I was like, whoa, okay, because <laughs> I got so used to using the freaking. Uh, Control pad, or control mm-hmm. stick thing. The first thing I did when I started playing that game was trying to use the D pad. Yeah. Like, nope. 
<laughs> but the beauty of this game is that you can use the circle pad, and there's no roller skates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's it's nice. Even though I like roller skates, get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> we don't need your number two. <laughs> like the the story was nice. I liked uh I liked the battles. The like the improvement on the battles themselves. Yes, is mm-hmm. really really good. It's just a lot of like uh you know a lot of quality like, of life improvements. Yeah, I guess a, you could call it a like, lot. A lot of the little things about it just all like add up to make like one really really enjoyable game. Yeah. The fact when I catch a Pokemon and I can just mash B to say I don't want to nickname it and I want to send it to the box. Like that, you, you, that's something yeah, really like, small that doesn't matter, but it's like a huge gameplay and life improvement because it don't have to like scroll down and hit A, which seems silly, but it's just like mash B, mash B, and it'll go away. Yeah, right. you can just choose to like add your new Pokemon to your team. Your or team just right put then, it in. right yeah. then and there. It's so also. it's so convenient. Makes <laughs> healing balls worth it once you get past like the very beginning of the game. You can trade outside of Pokemon centers. Uh, is, that was well, like regeneration. Yeah, yeah, well, it was new to me. Okay. <laughs> can you? Um, I haven't played much of this game yet. I do own it. Um, could can you send the Pokemon directly to the professor so that he can grind them up into candy? Because like, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna catch a lot of like a lot of Pokemon that I don't need, mm-hmm. but I just need to grind them up into candy. <laughs> no, that is that is indeed not the case. It's coming in a patch. Actually. Okay, great. I'll, yeah. Thirty dollars. Yeah. I'll DLC. patch it in. Yeah, I can pay for that. Yeah, they but have, if you lose your 3DS, yeah, gone. you lose. The PC also has more boxes this time, thank mm-hmm. thank God. Because <laughs> so now people who actually want their living decks or whatever can actually you know get all the Pokemon and put them in the boxes now without taking up too much space. Classic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that game that game is just really, really good. I I'm I'm still playing through it right now. I'm trying to like grind up a whole bunch of like battle points to get all the hold items for competitive use, especially once the Pokemon Bank gets updated this month. And that's gonna be fun. Like I can't wait to actually like jump into the competitive fray again and start destroying people's teams. Which new nice. Pokemon are you most looking forward to putting on a team? Probably Drampa. Dragon Grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> Love Dragon Grandpa. Hey guys, that game doesn't come out until 2017. <laughs> I I really like Drampa. He's he's like he's one of the coolest like looking like dragon Pokemon I've ever seen. He's he's just an old looking Snoop Dogg. Yep. He should be <laughs> Dragon Grass, if you know. <laughs> I think that's a little bit too much insight for yeah. little kids to get into. <laughs> well, you're right. All of these Pokedex entries were so dark and so messed yep. up. And yep. you do find the hiker who's like the uh, the herb specialist in the Pokemon world. Yeah, and so. weed's almost legal everywhere anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. I don't yeah. know. Pretty soon it may not be. Yeah. This is 2017, oh, yeah, guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess. And then and number two is... Uh, a game that came out this summer. It's a remake of an old game that came out in 2007. I'm surprised it didn't make Steven's list. Or it, it might it's, be. It's on the list, okay? <laughs> not, but it's uh, it's Otis Fear Lathrasir. That's not a word. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's I mean, Spanish. It's the name of the game. Ooh, what's it mean? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Spherical Odin's. What it's does Lethrasir mean? I thought it was German, like I don't know what it means. It's like Swedish, <laughs> man. It's like it, the game is like based off it's like Norse mythology metal. and stuff. So I don't know, but I really enjoyed that game because I'd never played Odin Sphere before, and I, and I played it this year. It's really, really good, and the the changes that they made for the remake are really, really just fantastic. Like mm-hmm. just by the changes in combat alone, helped that game like move like much faster and much more smoothly than it did before. Like having a dodge mechanic in Odin Sphere makes that game so much more tolerable because like, you don't really have to like wait so much to like have the boss do whatever it's gonna do and then you gotta like go in and then you gotta pull back again before they do something else and then go back in again 
now like combat is just a lot faster. The skill trees are good. You can level up like different skills where it's whether it's like boost your defense or like you do different attacks. All the level changes are like nice too. Mm-hmm. And having that art upscaled to 1080p is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, but I bet. I can found out what it means. Oh, yeah? It, uh, Lethrasir is a female and male, respectively, uh, two humans who are foretold to survive the events of Ragnarok. Gotcha. Oh, makes go. perfect makes sense. sense. <laughs> Sounds metal as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Playing play through that Rockers story too. again. <laughs> playing through that story again in a improved environment, like, solidified that game in, like, one of, like, one of my favorite games of all time. Were you playing Ooh, it on PS4 or Vita? PS4. Okay, cool. Damn, your number two moved in all time. Yeah, your number two is your one. favorite game of all time. One of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, number one. Number one. Great game. We'll right. find out in think, just a little bit. I bet if well, I bet if if Odin Sphere had come out this year and it was the first time that Odin Sphere was a game, it probably would have been Vaughn's favorite. Oh game yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Up to the fact that he's played it. Right. I played it before, before though. It's um, not special. I feel you, man. We will take another email before we get to John Michael. Aww. This one comes from Sam. This Thanks a lot, Sam. Hey, yo, it's Sam. I would say that my choice for game of the year for 2016 would probably be Overcooked or Pokemon Moon. Uh, one. Oh, she picked one. Right. <laughs> she picked one. Good job, Sam. The new features in Pokemon are so refreshing, like the Pokemon Refresh, or formerly Pokemon Ami. Literally. Now actually has a use other than uh, just petting your Pokemon. You can actually heal them after battles. So you don't have to expend your healing items um, after each fight. The Alolan forms, while they uh, were initially looked down on, uh, actually function to make the different types of Pokemon to be like a new species. One good example would be Vulpix and Ninetales. Uh, I guess for Sun and Sandshrew and Sandslash for Moon, because now they're ice sure. instead of fire or ground, respectively. Uh, it completely sense. turns the table on what we know as those Pokemon. Happy New Year, you guys. So, yeah. our second Pokemon pick from the, the audience. Oh, okay. So, Pokemon's really popular. Pokemon's pretty popular. Yeah. Show. <laughs> <laughs> and so far, we've talked about 12 games that have all been different. Five through two Ooh. for three different people. So Don't yeah. ruin it now, John. <laughs> ruin a little bit. Um, this is making our like end of the show final game of the year tally very difficult. I'll maybe ease it up a little bit. Okay, so, so Michael, we'll uh, take it away. Number five. Uh, number f- so, I I'm looking at my list and I'm looking at my list and they're they're I don't know. Um, <laughs> Just I pick think something. Well, no, I I think you had said that a lot of these games like um, brought back different like moments of your childhood, and for whatever reason, I think these games that I'm playing this year were like made parts of this year just a little bit more bearable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so at number five, uh, this game is something I played like right after the flood, and I was forced to move back in with my parents while we built our house and all sorts of stuff. Um, but uh, it's Dragon Quest Builders, mm-hmm. and that game is, as Steven was saying, it's so good. It is beautiful. It is fun. Uh, the music is perfect. I don't think um, I've smiled as much like when I... First started playing it's this just, game, and it's like, oh, it's the Dragon Quest One music. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. It's just, ah, uh, it's so good, and it's just so fun to, like, it, it's, it is everything that Minecraft should be. Like, I don't care about Minecraft, but I want to play this game. Um, I want to collect all the resources and build things, because I have actual quests to do. Like, there's missions to go on, and, like, a purpose to actually, like, doing things, instead of just, like, I'm going to build a house. Like, and this time, they're like, 
hey, we need to rebuild this area. Can you build us this house? Can you build this specific thing for us? Here are the materials you need. You can lay it out how you want kind of from here, but this is what you need to do. That game is just really good. And like I said, I think it also helped that it came at a point when probably like I probably needed it. So just with the overall atmosphere and how fun and happy that game is, it was just, it's a good game. So yeah. uh, that's mm -hmm. definitely an easy thing to put on my list. Mm -hmm. um, number four uh, is Civ Six. Mm -hmm. um, so Sid Meier's Civilization mm, yeah. Six. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a new one to add to the list. Uh, I mean, come on, it's another Civ game. It's great. Uh, yeah, Civ, Civ <laughs> is a good. When was, the last, when was the last time there was a bad Civ game? So the expansion of the five. Okay. Not that that made it better. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, yeah. You're thinking of like the, the Beyond Earth. Oh, oh, that, oh, that, that wasn't expansion. That's not an expansion. Like a that's a whole that's, other game. That's a whole other. Yeah, that's not even Civ game. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, well, it's not really. Civ <laughs> Six just missed my top five. I have it at number six. Yeah. Uh, this is the first one I've played, and. It's, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Plus, getting to play like with y'all when we can try to yeah, play and, and do it has definitely helped that experience for me. It's there's a, a once again just a lot of nice improvements to like you know just how the game plays and just little bits here and there. One of them that when I first started playing this game, I was like, that is the coolest thing. And it's when like usually in games like this, you have like fog of war. And in this game, instead of just having like gray areas, you have like a old map like it and it, so it's got like you know like designs and compass and stuff and as you walk around it uncovers a piece of that map and i thought that was genius that's really neat yeah like, I, that's a small thing but uh, it's that's really when i knew i was like that they, they they brought it for this one mm -hmm. so um again it's it's hard to not like a civ game and they've just really like you know brought more of what's good about civ and just kind of doubled down and but to me, that says something because they had so many good games in the past. Exactly. Like, how do you make yeah. a new one and keep people happy? And it seems like they did. They managed to refine everything. It mm -hmm. seems like every aspect aspect of that game has been refined into something better. That's yeah. like what StarCraft Two did. Yes. You know, yeah. they they literally didn't really add anything. They just fixed elements of right. the first game, like being able to lower your building into the ground so your builder didn't get trapped behind it. Like little things like that that they did <laughs> StarCraft Two that was Wait, amazing. StarCraft One you could launch your building in space. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh so moving on I guess. Uh this is one that I played all during my honeymoon. Um, it is Pokemon Sun is the one that I played. It was one game. I didn't play two at the same time. Vaughn did buy both games. I, I did. So. Yeah. I played um, a little bit of Sun. Okay. That doesn't count. Um, I was playing Pokemon Sun. Um, that, that game is... I don't know. We we talked about it at length, I guess, already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talk, like, talk about no, your personal yeah, experience. Okay. Oh, well, I, your favorite well, parts of the game. Well, I like all the new Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Almost like ninety percent of those new Pokemon, I like. I hate. I don't think Bruxius is very good. <laughs> but <laughs> I closed out my game. I realized I only have Gen Seven Pokemon, or if they're Gen One Pokemon, they're Alolan forms. Yeah. So it's like all. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like all the I like the Alolan forms, except for like uh, Diglett and Dugtrio. That one's not very good. <laughs> um, there's no reason for it to have hair. That's not. It's not funny. It's not cool. Like <laughs> that, that's Wiglet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that new one. Uh, I would. I'd say that 
maybe the reason it didn't go higher is, you know, the, I talked about the map thing. And I didn't like having each island broken up because I felt like it, it just broke up too much of the overworld for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. And I would like a... It didn't feel cohesive in that way. I can. And, I, I see where you're coming from. Right. I didn't have as big of a problem with it. Because uh, I hated how in third gen it was kind of islands like that. Yeah. You had to surf everywhere. Yeah. Um, but maybe because I didn't really do a lot of backtracking until like the very end. Sure. It um, so I just kind of kept pushing bad. forward. Yeah. And again, it's not like you know horrible. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just eh, didn't really care for it that much. I so. guess. I guess the way I felt it was I felt that each island represented its own gym. I guess. No, I get it. I and mean, like, I get it. And, and, like, and, and didn't the, like it. And the the biggest <laughs> change about it that like made it like a lot more tolerable for me at least was the fact that like HMs just aren't a thing anymore. Oh no, I, that's great. <laughs> and like having having to like just you know well not having to because you can do whatever you want now, but having the option of just flying on a Charizard or just riding around on a Tauros to get to where you need to go like much faster is just I thought that was really cool for the map. In no, my I, I no, I agree. It's that's. <clears throat> Getting rid of HMs is a welcome improvement. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I like all of that. It's it takes the place of all your like key items, and so you can have those quick items right there. So you, instead of your bicycle, you can ride a Tauros. Instead of doing like the item finder, you get your uh, Stoutland. Like the, all doing all those things and getting rid of HMs is a smart move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although so, I do miss the bicycle sometimes. A little bit, but <laughs> I just ride my Tauros instead. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, again, I think we all kind of agree that about the best aspects of that game. We'll talk a little about more about Pokemon a little bit. Don't you worry. think so? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so I guess that brings me to my number two game, uh, which would be Final Fantasy fifteen. Ooh, okay. It's high up there. It is. Uh, that left, game left is a lasting impression on you. That game is really good, and I'm still playing that game. I, I've I finished. I, ha- I haven't beaten it. Like, I finished the story, and I've I've finished it just so I could go back and do more stuff, like on the, <laughs> okay. like on the overworld. Like, I didn't really realize you could do that because I got to the end where it was like the next area will be the final area of the game, and I was like, mm, no, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I went ahead and ended it. Yeah. Well, because then there's like post game content after okay. you beat the game. That makes sense. Uh, and I want to do all that, and all of that is great, except for that secret dungeon. That secret dungeon is terrible. Um, <laughs> but really, because I hear like. Nothing but raving things about that. Those people are so wrong. <laughs> I will fight any of those people. Because that that dungeon is not good. But let's not talk about that because I want to talk about the good things about this game. Because uh, the, the fight mechanics are wonderful. I enjoy going into battle in this game. Uh, it's... Random battles like it used to be you know, in older games where it's just you get into a battle on the overworld. It still feels like that when you get into a random battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. It just. I don't know what it is specifically. I can't place it, but everything about it just brings back every piece of nostalgia from every Final Fantasy game. And we yeah. talked about this earlier. It does such a good job of making me feel like this is a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I felt like that for quite a while. Yeah, I, I like uh, going back to your battle thing, like how you know. You had like preemptive strikes, yes. or you know where they would attack you, and your characters would be facing the other way. Like that element is still there. Exactly, like, you can sneak up on yes on enemies and like warp strike to them and do critical damage Correct. and stuff, and just yeah. tear them apart. Or you know they can just 
attack you out of nowhere, which yes. is great. So, yeah, that game is gorgeous, mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Like just driving around and just seeing the different environments, uh, except for the water. <laughs> well, yeah. But even still, I didn't have, I have any problem. Problem with that. I also that. just love the fact that so I keep my 3DS right there. So when yeah. I'm playing Final Fantasy 15, instead of fast traveling, I just like let it go. Yeah. Like, hey, it takes nine minutes to get there. Okay, cool. I'll play yeah. some Mario. I, I, can, I yeah. cannot tell you how many times I like just let the peeps drive in the car and then just start playing Pokemon while it, they're yeah. driving. Yeah. <laughs> Did the same thing. Play two games at once. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. And it, it's it's just so good to look at too. Mm-hmm. And I I like there's a lot of enemy variety in that game too, like a yes. lot of enemy variety, mm-hmm. and they and it's not just like a reskin too, like those different enemies fight in different ways, and I like that. And um, it's the first Final Fantasy since ten to have well, well I guess twelve has it too, but it's all in another game. But how this is you know the land has a lot of really awesome lore to it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's really cool. Yeah, and so you know these different like locations on your map. Like after a while, you learn the map, and it's yeah. a huge map. So that's saying a lot to know. Like, oh, okay, you know, the disc is right here in the middle, and the vestment yeah. pool over here to you know to the. And then some the of the designs, west. like Altitia, is like probably Beautiful. the most amazing design city I've ever seen. It Absolutely. reminds me of Lindblom in Nine. Yes, exactly, and right. it's just oh. I, again post game. I've gone back there and like I was like I didn't re I thought I walked most of this. No, there's like huge sections I didn't even go see and Ooh. stuff I didn't even go do in that city. So nice. uh, that game, it's just so it, everything about it's interesting. Well, now right? I'm even more excited. Here, bump mine up a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here talking about it now, and I'm like, should I have taken number one? I don't me. know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe should have put movie at one. I don't know. But no. that game would have made my top five if I hadn't played Shantae like last week. <laughs> also, the the story is kind of not great on fifteen, but everything else about that game makes it so much better. But mm-hmm. the story is not. I think I think the story was good up until like the last couple of chapters. Yeah, and then it all falls apart. Yeah, it was interesting. Got to wait for that patch. I, that's what I'm saying. Got to wait for the patch. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm just waiting. It's for something that I've complained about on past podcasts, but it's just that like, like you know the the big thing that happens. Yes. Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah when, yeah. Whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like we when know. that scene yeah. happened, like I didn't care. Right. Which is like unlike most other characters when that happens to them in other Final Fantasy. Sure. So like in seven, like you're like, oh no. Yeah. But in this one, you're like, oh, that yeah, sucks, whatever. I guess. All right, let's go. <laughs> but um, yeah. go on. I just wish they would have invested a little more time into like outside of the four dudes. I agree. But other than that, I mean, the what four the four turtles. dudes? Yeah, they are <laughs> they all are, my chocobos. Yeah. Like I did that too. They're, they're blue, orange, purple, and red. <laughs> I did that too. <laughs> I love the fact that you can change the chocobo colors. Dude, the yeah. chocobos are fantastic. I love. In I, will game. Some, I will you, Sometimes I'll just find a place to go to and ride my chocobo instead of driving around the car. Oh, sometimes I just get on the chocobo and do housework while the music plays because I love the <laughs> chocobo. <laughs> it is. It is. The music in that game is great too. It's it's back to like old school, wonderful. I, I, I guess there hasn't really been a terrible. Final Fantasy music game, no. but uh, but yeah, that's that's my number two is Final Fantasy 15. Cool, a lot of good words there. I'm, I'm excited to uh, play some more of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take one more email before we get to mine. Convenient how these are spaced out. <laughs> uh, my sister Alexa wrote in, and she says Pokemon Sun is my game of the year <laughs> because it changed the direction of Pokemon games for the better, and I hope they continue the trend moving forward. Hashtag Team Sunlion. Pokemon yeah. is pretty high Pokemon up. Sun. Yeah, got a lot of Pokemon fans that listen to us, uh, I guess. 
the game of the year. Still. I know it's going to be difficult. Uh, for mine, most of mine we've already talked about, so I'll just kind of run down them very quickly. Number five, I have Overcooked. Mm. That's like the most multiplayer fun I've had, whether we're doing it on stream or not, because you, Neil, myself, and your girlfriend Katie had a lot of fun. That was yeah. my first time playing it, and then I was picking it up on stream. You got us addicted to it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I picked. It. Oh yeah, I bought it. I was like, come over and play this with me because I need other people. And then y'all went and bought it and beat it, and then left me stranded. Oh yeah, chapter four. Take that. Um, but that game is fun. <laughs> Uh, don't play it alone. I think two works well, and I think four works well. Yeah, because single player, you have to control two people by yourself, and that's no problem. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, that game's great. If you have friends that and you like couch co-op games, definitely check out Overcooked. Uh, for number four, I have Pokemon Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had it higher on my list until the ending, which I thought was very disappointing. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I couldn't give two shits about this game going into it, I played that demo and oh, loved it. About it. Yeah, yeah, and then I fell in love with this game. Uh, everyone who's written in so far is right. Like they, they are changing the direction of Pokemon for the better, and I'm really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see if the rumored stars comes to Switch or whatever we'll the fuck. Um, but I, I really like it. I've said it before. Pokemon X and Y was cool, but it felt like a Pokemon game moved into 3D, mm-hmm. whereas this felt like a JRPG fully built from the ground up, and it just happened to have Pokemon yeah. in it. Uh, so... I like that direction. The island thing didn't matter to me as much. Yeah. Uh, I, I've beat the game. The credits roll, but I haven't done any of the post stuff yet. Yeah, to there's me, when... not a ton of post stuff to mm-hmm. do, but it's worth going and doing. Yeah. So um, I definitely want to do that. Uh, for number three, I have Doom. Nice. Just because, like I said, best surprise for most of us. Oh, no, just leave it with that, just because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I, that's, y'all y'all yeah, pretty much I, hit everything about Doom. I mean, you could just say just because just for that because. game, and you'd be dead on. Mm-hmm. Actually, that that should be the, the like subtitle, like Doom, colon, just because. Just because. Put it on the box. And then for number two, I have Titanfall 2. Uh, I love the original Titanfall, but with it only being on Xbox, I guess PC, none of my friends really played it. Yeah. Um, cause none of y'all had Xbox ones back then and I got kind of you know, tired playing it by myself and I didn't really have a true story uh, but this one came out and this was almost my biggest surprise too just because I wasn't expecting a game that you know its predecessor didn't have a story mode at all and this one did so many crazy things but you made a good point we were talking off mic Steven about how like you should expect that from the team that made Call of Duty 4 right. and like revolutionized the FPS genre you know, nine, ten give, years ago. Give them enough time to make a campaign. and Yeah. You know. Um, but the fact that it felt like an old 90s FPS because it had almost as much platforming as shooting. It reminded me of Turok. I'm like, okay, I'm jumping around. Yeah. Sure. Turok had terrible platforming. <laughs> it was an FPS with, with platforming. But the, the time mechanic stuff was, like, best thing. I was not expecting that at yeah, all. Yeah, that was an awesome surprise mm-hmm. to me. Like, uh, so, yeah, Titanfall 2 is great. And now it's for PS4 and Xbox One. I'm NPC. playing it on PS4. I'm playing it on the bone, so you can't lobby up. Damn it. Rip. Uh, yeah. So that's that's our five through two, everything mm-hmm. leading up to our game of the year. Before we have our big reveal, let's check out what the Facebook group is talking about. Okay. Um, made that thread, and some people left their comments there. Uh, someone named Steven Martin said knack. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Martin. Retro game of that the is year. not uh, <laughs> Retro, a choice. Um, Micah Maybe. K comments says Doom and Titanfall 2. Nice. Mm. This is a good year for first-person shooters. It was. Uh, Leland R says Stardew Valley. 
great game. It's it's great. Made my top ten. Top yeah. ten list. Yeah. Going not, yeah. back to like year of shooters, um, another surprising game I had was Battlefield One. Mm-hmm. Like I typically oh, yeah. don't I really care for that. Battlefield, yeah. and it yeah. is. Good. I haven't just gotten cool. around to it yet, unfortunately. It looks beautiful. Remember Far Cry Primal that came out this year? Yeah. Sure did. And then the game. Lathan L says Inside, which we've talked nice. a little bit mm-hmm. about before. Good choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so thanks everyone who commented and emailed GameWareExpress at gmail.com. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for, Ooh. our individual Game of the Year awards. That's high I didn't bring a trophy or anything to give. It's <laughs> fine. I did. Steven, um, lead us off. I've never played Limbo, mm-hmm. really. Um, but maybe I should, because Inside, for me, was... Um, an incredible experience, uh, the most atmospheric game I've played all year. Uh, it was a short, you know, one sitting type thing. I mean, I played the one night I played for like 30 minutes and then the next day I played the rest of the game and, uh, a game like inside, um, just kind of always leaves you wanting to see what's next. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's paramount in game design, a Mm -hmm. game, a a great game should always kind of leave you wanting a little more but never show you the full hand of cards that it's holding. Right. And Inside does this effectively with no dialogue, no 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 spoken language, no anything. No there's no text anywhere. There's not there's no nothing. It's just you're kind of this child maybe who's <laughs> going through this weird environment. Um and I don't know, it's a puzzle game and the puzzles all came natural to me. It was never like I could there was never a point where I couldn't figure out what to do. I got uh, stuck a little bit at the end. And it surprised me because usually I do in a puzzle yeah, game. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right. Um, it's just phenomenal. It's haunting. And just like Neil the, says, like, I'm, I think about this game all the time. And it's been months. The, the turn it takes at the end. Like, I wasn't expecting that. No. Like, that was really weird. Well, the moment. So the first time I remember seeing Inside uh, at the Xbox, I think it was the Xbox press it was. conference. One of the first moments of that reveal was running up to the glass mm-hmm. and running up to the glass when it actually happens in this game um, after that. And I, I wanted that moment the entire time. I wanted that to happen the entire time I was playing it. And it took until the last 30 minutes to have that moment. Mm-hmm. And it really delivered to me everything mm-hmm. that I wanted for that from that game delivered. And I know some people don't like the ending so much uh, and mm-hmm. you know I but I loved it I fucking love that game yeah. and it's something that I think I can't wait to play again in 10 years you know? <laughs> uh, maybe to go back to when I'm almost 50 <laughs> See, what's funny or, is yeah, um, yeah. like you notice like you, you mentioned you hadn't played Limbo very much but you want to but I think this game and Limbo do a very different thing as far as like it's atmosphere and um, yeah. like telling of what it is so Limbo was, you know, the the guy kind of like made a game and he was upset that people kind of started figuring out what it is. Oh, and I don't know anything and, about that. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it, it's essentially like it's another game with there's no dialogue, no right. text, no nothing. And so it's like, you know, people have like guessed like, you know, maybe this is purgatory or it's right. heaven or hell or, you know, whatever or limbo. whatever Limbo makes it. <laughs> oh, man, that's what Limbo is. Yeah. I mean, it's not really spoilers. I thought it was a game about playing, you know, the yeah, Limbo game. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> How low can but you like go, where man. that game was, you know, it, it's kind of hard to figure out what it is. And then he got upset. I feel like Inside was very different where um, there really is like only one of about three things this game really could be as far as interpreted. But it's just so much more haunting no matter what the answer is. 
Mm-hmm. Like if that makes sense, yeah, it it's, doesn't to me because I don't know what this game could be interpreted to be at all. Like I don't know. Did you see the secret ending? I found. I went down into some air, other area. Okay. Um, I, I after just, I beat the game, I collected all the. Yeah. I think I did see that, but maybe I forgot. I should go back and do no. that. Again. But yeah, I, I just feel like there is more of a direction, like you know, him like saying like, "Well, this, this is, is there is a definitive story that I'm trying to tell." Yeah, that, that but it's just like, but it's just so haunting that it's even more. Like terrifying yeah. than anything in Limbo. Man, that game is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my number one pick of the year. There we go. What a you surprise! Made me want to play it's it. An amazing. Game. The most surprising game of the year to me, and also yeah. my number one oh, game. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> it's not the most surprising game. Right. <laughs> the fact that Dark Souls Three is not your game of the year this year was surprising to me. Dark Souls Three is pretty great. Yeah. Man, that game is pretty good. Yep. <laughs> Neil, your game of the year. Uh, so my game of the year came out like the first day of the year. Bayonetta. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, The Witness is my game of the year. And I, I kind of felt it always would be since I played it and first talked about it on this show. You talked about it a lot this um, year. I was waiting for you to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that game is incredible. And, you know, Scott talked about it a lot last week and kind of hit a lot of the the you know points that i you know really thought about the game and how like you know with the videos and stuff you find on you know why do religion and science have to be different why can't they collide like you know in religion if something's told false that's blasphemy but in science if it's proven false that's even more amazing (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like such weird concepts but it's all like trying to figure out the same thing you know and that's kind of like what the witness is and it's just so good and there's so many elements in that game and there were so many first moments like the first moment you realize like that this island is built a certain way even in a game design direction it was just mind-blowing and how i figured that out and um i i've just never put so much work into a game either you know i had notebooks and and uh, graph paper cut out shapes and you know did you have the map on the wall with the tic tac pretty much yeah (laughs) pretty much and you know there was even areas where we got through a series of puzzles and had no idea what the rule is that we were doing but somehow guessed the right path and then would go to a different area and it taught us about that rule that we didn't know what we were doing and there was just ah and it was just such a beautiful game Mm -hmm. beautiful another game with no text or dialogue, but tell such a powerful story. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, if you like puzzle games, I can't recommend that game enough. I'll have to play that um, one too. <laughs> and just the way it starts, like I won't even ruin that for you. Yeah, like I, I, I just, keep it's looking great. at it. And I, just come over and help me. I'm like towards the beginning, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I um, played together two minds. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go back to it because I stopped right after the beachhead segment where you've yeah. got the machine guns. <laughs> yeah, that, that part was the shore. Intense, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's crazy. Look pretty gory. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really good. Well, yeah, I love <laughs> the witness. It was just man. Some of those puzzles. That game makes me yeah, feel I get stupid. It, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more than Portal did. I'm like, an idiot. I mean, it's definitely one of those games you can really like and really hate at the same time. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, there's yeah. the Only part another where, game like that. The part, <laughs> the part where I stopped was I know exactly what I have to do. Yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it stresses me out so much. Um, but I, I, I love it. And, you know, I think this year was just a big year for me. Uh, 
you know, trying to learn Unity and wanting to make a game, like going back yeah. and playing these games that small teams made and just appreciating what they create. Yeah, that what a lot of AAA yeah. companies create has just been, I don't know, 2016 was a good year. That's all Friggin I really got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vaughn. So I played this game for months. Mostly because it was literally three games worth of content. Star Fox. It's <laughs> <laughs> two games worth of content. Oh, yeah. Sure. Star Fox and Star Fox. <laughs> that even, was that even a game? <laughs> of course. But, yeah, I played a, a ton of Fire Emblem Fates. Oh, yeah. That's a game oh, that yeah, we haven't talked about, about yet. That. <laughs> that was a great I game. Didn't, yeah. I didn't think I would like Fire Emblem even more than I already did because, like, I played Path of Radiance on the GameCube really good game. I played Radiant Dawn on the Wii, also a good game, and then Awakening came out on the, game on was the very good. and it was incredible, and it like got a lot of people like back in the Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. and some new people in the Fire Emblem. I remember we were sold out of that game for so long. Yeah. yeah. And this this game had so much content. It, it made a lot of improvements over like what Awakening did. Like it, it changed up even like a lot of like how the weapons worked, which mm-hmm. I thought was insane cuz like we were all used to like ha- weapons having like limited uses. Right. But it had but they all had like really good stats depending on how you built them up. But now you have infinite uses for all your weapons, but now the stats are like changed to where it's like a little bit more balanced. So now you can't just like go in gung-ho and just destroy everything. <laughs> yeah. It's and all the all the characters are really good. Like the new way, like the, the the relationships work is really good too. All the maps, all the missions are really challenging, and there's a lot of DLC. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And like it's three games I know, but like if you play like all three of them, all story, all the stories of all three actually add up and make sense for like one whole game. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's Fire Emblem Fates and not Fire Emblem Fates like Birthright or Conquest right. or anything. Like it's there's a lot of stuff. I played this game for I think three months before I finally finished everything. That's right. <laughs> I had a lot of fun and like a, a, a lot of other people did too because like a lot of people are like in the cosplay community are just like so crazy about this game. It's like Fire Emblem's good. Like I'm glad that it's good. like a major title for Nintendo now. Like, it is. I wish I was got past chapter eleven. Same here. I wish I would have played it more. Yeah. So you should, should have started got, with. Got back into that, but. Yeah, yeah. Just, just skip Birthright if you want to. Just go to Conquest because that's where the fun really starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the harder one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a good game. I recommend it to everyone. Go north, yeah. man. Go north. <laughs> Always north. John Michael. Um. So we've talked about hard games here. Yeah, uh, and games that you may love and hate at the same time. Games that make uh, you hard. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, Armor. and I guess if you know about a lot of the games I like, you'd notice there's a glaring omission from my other list. So it has to be Dark Souls Three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> that game is is really good, and the Soul series is one of my favorites. And uh, I, it's not often that I will platinum a game like get the platinum trophy i got the platinum trophy for this one um which is not an easy thing to do Dang. did you platinum uh, this even or just platinum? no just platinum. uh platinum. you have to get like every ending and there's a secret ending to get and you have to get like these very specific items from that only drop from their like super rare drops or you can get them through pvp and so i did every aspect of this game um and 
this is one of those games where I guess if you've ever played a Souls game, then you know, but it's just the the bosses are so good in this game specifically. Uh, like, I, I think every boss in this game is memorable. And it's and every boss battle is still a, you know, heart-pounding experience where you're not sure if you're going to make it. Chances are you're not until you figure out how you're going to get through it. <laughs> and sometimes you go into a boss battle, you're like, there's no way I'm supposed to be here. How am I supposed to be here? Well, you're probably supposed to still be there. Uh, you're just not good yet. Like, <laughs> like, like you have to be better. Like, so, um, like the, the dancer of the valley, like that boss battle is insanely hard. Yeah. Until That's like one of the, like mo- the most memorable. Yeah, encounters absolutely. For me. Yeah. And I don't know the, for me, like the, the tree thing was so frustrating. Yeah, the, the cursed great wood. It's one of the first things you encounter. See, and... that's one of those, the, that, that boss I, I fought, one because i started out that game as like a a a dex build on my first go through and i just like breezed through that guy the first time and then i was talking to people and they're like i had so much trouble with that i was like what are you talking about and then i went through later uh on another playthrough and uh, as a different build probably like a like a strength build or something i had so much trouble with it uh but uh, again there there's always a way around these bosses except for like this game has the hardest boss enemy whatever I've ever fought in a game <laughs> ever. It's and it's so infuriatingly hard, but it's probably the most rewarding like experience I think I've had in video game history that I can think of. It's the the Nameless King is just unfair almost which one was that that's what like the dragon rider oh i didn't yeah that was fun yeah yeah it's yeah actually i think i took that one down pretty quick so it oh, was just random real... that i was able to you the know dragon rider the one that's where those the clouds are going everywhere yeah 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 oh yeah i think it was yeah that's that i had help hard. though like, oh, I had okay other, yeah, yeah i did not solo that. oh yeah okay yeah. yeah no he he's it's tough like it but I don't know. That, that's that, there's so much to say about a Souls game uh, that I like. I don't feel I've even scratched the surface of why this game is good because uh, we haven't like. There's just so much lore to talk about and all sorts of other. Gotta read those items. Yeah, it's it's just so much. I haven't tried any of the DLC yet. I, I played that. a little bit and um, I liked what I played. I just uh, life got in the way of yeah. continuing to play that mm-hmm, game. Yeah. So, um, but. Everything about that game I've enjoyed. Um, once again, I think it says worlds about it that I went through and took the time to spend hours upon hours to platinum the, the game, and it was I easily spent over two hundred hours playing yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've spent fifteen hundred in Destiny and haven't done that yet. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I like that game. Good. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, it's a franchise I could never get into, but I know you and Steven both really love it. It's so. t- it's again. It is tough. Like, and it makes <laughs> it's not it's not a secret. That that yeah, makes, no, for sure. It's hard at first. Those games. It, it is. It, it, like, you're right. People out. Um, it does. Like me. It seemingly. It, it there's they're very fair though. Like that's the thing. It's always no. Fair. I agree. Like every time I died and fucked up, it was my fault. I think Bloodborne might be the hardest, like, to start. Oh, yeah. I would agree I with know. that. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden was that way, too. Like, that's yeah. another game where, like, the AI is really good, while difficult, but it's like, I mean, if you let go of the block button and they kill you, you well, yeah. shouldn't have let go. Shouldn't yeah, let exactly. Go of the block button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Team Ninja definitely had a history of making, like, these 
incredible character action games that so relentingly difficult, but it made you better at the game because mm -hmm. of that. Right. So. Cool. Yeah. All right, Adam, what do you got? Uh, this year, looking at this little grid I made, we had a very diverse like list of games, yeah. and um, seems to be the year of the first-person shooter. And I'm surprised no one else... It, it, mine's not on anyone else's list, but I guess I'm the only one that played it the most. Uh, my game of the year is Overwatch. Mm. Um, I guess echoing a lot of the other outlets out there. Um, it's funny, looking going back at my old game of the year list, like a Blizzard game was always like right there. Like yeah. Hearthstone came out, and here's the storm. But couldn't get that number one spot. But man, Overwatch is just like such a fun and good game. Um, a lot of people mocked it, calling it like Team Fortress 3 when it came out. But Blizzard has that like that polish and that shine on a game where they take you know an existing genre and make their game and make it better and make it more polished and make it more accessible, but mm -hmm. still have that level of depth you're looking for if you want to play it for real. And you know, huge diverse cast of characters. Uh, you know, whether whatever your play style you want to be, you can be that. And whatever you pick, you're still not going to get on the fucking payload, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I want to be a surf ninja. Yeah. Ooh. Can I be? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Sweet. And Barry. his name's Barry. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> the fact that this game was going to be some MMO shooter that got scrapped after however long, because they said it wasn't fun. Yeah. And they took these assets like and the made division. this game is, is crazy to me. And also it, it's it's so positive because you can't pull up like your your kdr ratio or your kdr uh because after a match just there here's the cool thing this person did and here's yeah. all the good things you did you might have done like really shitty but hey you stayed on the payload longer <laughs> than anyone else or you didn't die you know you lived longer or whatever you hit in a corner longer <laughs> than anyone else exactly and that's really neat and it like Vaughn was mentioning in the con scene with fire emblem like overwatch is like everywhere yeah, so much fan life. content so many cosplays so much art like it, it, it's crazy the 18 plus stuff is great <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful and the fact that this game because i hate when games try to pander they try to like throw characters in to be diverse but it, you know i feel like it's pandering to people where an overwatch is a huge range of characters and they're all like different different personalities different nationalities different like archetypes and i didn't even realize that until they did the summer game stuff for the olympics and realized like oh yeah this is a very like yeah this is a person it's not just a bunch of white guys either. running around you know yeah. it, it, it's really neat there's a gorilla yeah <laughs> exactly uh but yeah it's, it's just so great and i wish um i played it more towards the end of the year it's just that the, the crew i guess i was running with yeah went away but the fact that i bought this game twice on pc and ps4 just like so i play it with more people like I did not expect to like this game this much. And people always ask, like, well, who's your favorite character? And it's hard. Like, I have, like, four or five characters I like to play as and that I like because, you know. Tracer. Mm. Oh, I thought you meant a <laughs> character named Hard. <laughs> <laughs> DLC is coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I loved, I loved Overwatch. It, it's great. Um, they had, you know, the, 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 their updates. The only thing, that, the, the only knock against it is the fact you have to pay a $60 for this game. And then if you want cool skins, you got to pay that money for those loot boxes, which is kind of more of a okay, free-to-play, here's of the storm yes. thing. But, you know, you don't have to. It's just it's just skins and emotes. But sure. I really need that gold lion Reinhardt skin. So it's fucking awesome. Overwatch <laughs> <laughs> um, is a good game. Like, it's easily, like, on my top ten for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just play it a lot more other games, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's mm-hmm. not a game I got to play much of, but I did enjoy my time playing it. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is indeed a fun game, and it's it's fun to watch, actually, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my top three games are all first-person shooters, which is weird. weird. But they're all different. This yeah. was this was the year shooters. this was the year for first person shooters. Yeah, exactly. Uh so there we go. All of our game of the years. Um we have one more submission. Uh our old pal Brandon Jollyson and another pre-recorded edited top 5 list. So I'm going to do some Google Foo math and see what we come up with uh for like a show game of the year. Uh but first, take it away, Brandon. Hello, Gameware Express podcast. This is Brandon Jolly giving you my games of the year of the year 2016. But just a short disclaimer before I give you the numbers. I didn't have that much time to play smaller indie titles, so a lot of AAA games made my list this year. Uh, but not to say that the indie games weren't good or anything, I just personally didn't have time to play those. And uh, this, the way I base my games are basically... How much fun I had with the game versus how much time I spent with the game versus how good of a product I think the game is. And I'm not going to lie, there's going to be bias on this list because, well, that's what makes my list my list. But I'm excited to hear what everyone else has as well. But let's jump into my top five. Fifth place. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank takes me back to the PS2 era, which I loved and miss to this day. It has just about everything a Ratchet and Clank game used to have, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. Ridiculous weapons, humorous dialogue, and gorgeous Pixar-like graphics makes this game one that I would encourage anyone to play, especially if you haven't played the Ratchet and Clank franchise yet, because this is kind of a reboot, and it's a perfect introduction to the series. Fourth place. Titanfall 2 Okay, so here's the anomaly on my list. I normally don't play first-person shooter games, but this one was actually really, really great. I think Adam said it best when he said the the campaign for this one didn't have any business being as good as it was. And I I can agree to that. Um, I've never had such a good experience with a first-person shooter campaign from something like Call of Duty or Battlefield. Uh, Albeit, I haven't played, you know, Battlefield 1 yet. Um, But the level design and some of the, the levels in this campaign were just absolutely phenomenal. And I found myself enjoying it a lot, even having some touching moments towards the end. Uh, and as far as multiplayer shooters go, I typically don't play multiplayer first-person shooters, but, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's not that bad, especially if you got friends. But uh, Titanfall 2, definitely my favorite FPS of this year. Third place! Uncharted 4. Wow. Uncharted 4 is just a perfect closing chapter to an amazing franchise. Like its predecessors, Uncharted 4 has phenomenal presentation, explosive and awe-inspiring set pieces, top-notch voice acting and motion capture work, and a compelling narrative. I found myself stopping and just taking in the environment sometimes instead of actually playing the game. I found a few inconsistencies with the narrative, but nothing to really gripe about. Uncharted 4 was just almost perfect. Ten long years we waited for The Last Guardian. And was it worth the wait? Not ten years, no, probably not. But I absolutely love this game. My brother got me into Shadow of the Colossus a long time ago on the PS2, and ever since then I always waited for the follow-up to that, or you know, maybe not the follow-up, but the next entry in that franchise. And this was the one I waited for. And believe it or not, it's finally in our hands, and I can't believe it. Um, I really don't want to say much about the game, because I actually am still playing through it, 
and I don't want to give any spoilers, but if you've ever had a dog before or a puppy, then you know exactly <laughs> what to expect with this game. Uh, Trico, the giant beast monster, is a lot of fun to interact with and sometimes frustrating, and I'm not sure if they wrote the AI to be that way, uh, but as a dog owner, and uh, I love my puppy dog, but I know the pains that go you have to go through to you know get your dog to do certain things, and this game conveys that point perfectly. And you know sometimes there were points in the game where you know, I waited for like 15 minutes for Trico to do something, and then you know later in the game where I'm at now, he just straight up listens to me. So you know I'm really enjoying it, and, and I'm growing a, a stronger and stronger bond with Trico. Hopefully nothing bad happens. I have no idea what's going to happen in the end of that game, so um, I guess I'll have to follow up on this one. But The Last Guardian takes my number two spot. Alright! First place! Final Fantasy XV. Wow. Final Fantasy XV is the game I've been wanting all year that I didn't even know I wanted. Um, so I'll try to keep it short and sweet. I enjoyed the storyline, however there is some plot holes, and a lot of those plot holes can be fixed if you watch the movie and anime that were provided alongside and before the release of the game. Gameplay-wise, they took a uh, much different approach with this Final Fantasy, uh, especially in the battle system, which is now totally open and active. Uh, it, gone are the days of the turn-based RPG. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I, I like the way it plays a lot, actually. Um, a, a lot of different bad guys require different tactics, and, you know, I find myself actually changing up the style that I play in. Not necessarily my weapons or anything, but just the way I approach the battle. The presentation of this game is just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, a lot of people gripe about the, uh, the long car rides with the main characters, and uh, I can kind of see that, I guess. Uh, but me, personally, I just, you know, put on the old-school Final Fantasy music and just took in the environment and the scenery. I was, it was just awe-inspiring, to be honest. Speaking of the characters, that's where this game really hits home for me. Um, especially the relationship between Noctis and Gladiolus, because it's almost exactly how my older brother and I behave towards each other. And the other two, Ignis and Prompto, actually kind of fit the personalities of two of my other friends. And it's so weird to see how it's almost the exact same relationship these characters have that I have with my friends. So I was really able to sink myself in that role and it really just immersed me that much more with the game. Uh, but I won't go on for too long, but Final Fantasy XV is definitely my game of the year. And there you have it. There's my top five games of 2016. Yeah, a lot of people aren't surprised that Final Fantasy XV is at the top of my list. Like I said before, it's, it's pretty much just biased. Um, but maybe it's just the low expectation I had going in due to Final Fantasy XIII putting a horrible, horrible taste in my mouth. But enough about me. I can't wait to hear what y'all's top five games of the year are. And uh, just right before I go, I wanted to say... Thank you guys for putting on an awesome podcast I get to listen to every week to help break down a little bit of that monotony in my life. So, thank you guys, and I hope to see you guys in 2017. Awesome. Thank you so much for that list, Brandon. I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to edit and put that together. We have a problem, gentlemen. Uh-oh. I did some kung fu math, and we have a tie. Uh-oh. 
Um, I awarded points for where it you know, landed in your top five. And um, we have a tie for first between Dark Souls 3 and Inside Ooh. with Pokemon Sun slash Moon coming in at number three. Mm. Uh, so we, have, we can't have a tie. And we've never really like had the chance to argue because we never really needed to. Guess what, motherfuckers? It's time. Let's argue <laughs> about we have to we have to pick a winner here uh, between Inside and Dark Souls Three. Uh, obviously, John Michael picked Dark Souls Three for his game of the year personally. Steven picked Inside for his game of the year yep. personally. Uh, do you want to make cases on why the three of us should like vote for your game or vote your heart? I feel like we've <laughs> already heard that through their explanations of why games I mean, that, that, are great. That's true. Yeah. Um. I mean, I didn't play Inside, so I don't know. Right how to argue against inside so <laughs> maybe if i played it it would be but i played dark souls 3 so that's definitely on my list inside was an interesting game for me this year because i objectively see how good it was and the neat things play dead did to to make it i just didn't like it that much like uncharted yeah uh but i can respect inside because the way it was going i was i thought inside was going to win until i realized oh, shit john michael hasn't talked about dark souls yet. <laughs> and i would have been happy Ball. with uh you know inside being like our collective show uh game of the year uh, neil and vaughn what do, you, do you all have any opinion between these two what well, about scott why don't why don't his games count call him, <laughs> call him. He, he was on this show and i he, didn't write down i didn't go back and said inside was his number two game of the year oh man so well, it's everyone's number two game of the year. <laughs> See, my what, number one. What, I mean, here's the thing. Like, with Steven, like, he has Inside as number one, but he also has Dark Souls as number two. <laughs> Steven is not this show. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just think, it, to be fair, um, we all agreed that we were not disappointed by No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So No Man's yeah. Sky should be our... Game of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of left field. Yeah. If, hey, you know what they say? Tie goes to the sky. Yeah. <laughs> they do say that. That's actually on the box of No Man's Sky. Yeah. <laughs> Between the two, I would, well, just because I, did, I didn't play any of Dark Souls 3, I would pick Inside. But just, well, even my history with those. But yeah, that's what I don't want to get to this. I know. So, yeah, I mean, I, don't I didn't know play Dark this. Souls either. And Steve um, is the only one who played both of these games, and he put Inside above Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I personally would choose Inside just, I mean, obviously. It yeah. was my number two. I mean, it was mm -hmm. right up there, quite honestly. It was hard to distinguish between that and The Witness being number one. Well, um, if you would have done that, we wouldn't be in this predicament. <laughs> well, whoops. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I Inside just hit me in a way that I don't think a Souls game ever will. Mm -hmm. That's because um, you haven't played this one yet. That's true. I mean, I haven't, but from what I've Ash played of Souls games... I played um, Demon Souls. That reminds me most of Inside. That's the one I've played the most. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. But, um, yeah, in Inside is just... Even though I know how to do everything, I still get chills like going through that game and its atmosphere and just still the unknowing of what it is. I feel like you're describing Dark Souls. Actually. Yeah, that's, I, I, I wasn't going to say it, but... Yeah, I mean, Dark Souls, I, I'm sure, has, like, you know, from the lore, I guess, I can get out of playing Bloodborne and Demon Souls. I can see how it's probably, you know... But it's all, like, mythical, and it's supposed to be, like, creepy and... You know, Victorian style. Now are you talking no, about that's Inside? Blood, that's yeah, Bloodborne. No. Oh, you're talking about Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Bloodborne at that point. Yeah. But, like, Inside is just, like realistically haunting um in the sense of like you know what the fuck did they do to these people <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i don't know it 
to Overwatch, the game of the, that was our game yeah, of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down with so, that. That's totally fine. Uh, Pokemon does show up the most. We could just say throw math out the window, and uh, we could award it to Pokemon. Time. That is insanity. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a Vaughn, do you have any insight on this uh, this tie? I actually want to give it to Dark Souls. Oh man, because like just Vaughn. just based <laughs> off of just based off of the uh, Souls game community, because like I see a lot of people like on Twitch like all the time. I haven't even like played a Souls game, but I watch people play it all the time on Twitch, and everyone has like so much of a different experience, especially in the speedrun community, where they're just like looking so far into the game. Looking into the DLC, just looking for strats or ways to break the game to try to like find ways to like kill bosses faster or just have faster movement, things like that. Like, there's so much in Dark Souls that it's just intriguing to just keep watch on it at least. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what it's like to really like play it. Like, I know it's what fun. you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun and rewarding. The, the, yeah, those those Souls games look really, really fun. I actually want to like try like one of them at some point. I mean, there are five of us sitting at this table. We can make this really easy and just vote between the two. And I think we know how that would go. <laughs> As Steven puts his hands over his face. Mm. But yeah. I mean, I guess... That's what we're gonna have to do to break this tie, right? Okay, okay. let's just right, do well, that. Just, I mean, there's no prize that we yeah. get. Like, no, it doesn't. It's just for our little fun thing that doesn't even matter. I mean, right? Your vote, sir. I mean, I would I would vote for inside. Right, that's yeah. what I voted for when I and said it was the number one. Dark Souls, Dark Souls. inside. Dark Souls inside. Oh, so, so inside yeah. it is. Well, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Both a phenomenal, both games. phenomenal games. It's like one in one a basically. It's, 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 a lot of this is based on like what we did and did not play. Yeah, so, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah absolutely. I played. Both. He played. Yeah, both, he played both of them, so he had the most <laughs> insight on it. But. Deciding. Well, that's why you know I did. I honestly didn't think we'd come to this. We'd have to like pick anything and just <laughs> let this happen. But uh, I'm surprised. And yeah, that's why we don't have like a real like discussion on. So all congrats of these. to Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good no man's Pokemon. Yeah. I think I'm yeah. the only one that didn't vote for Pokemon. Um, that oh you didn't know no he didn't okay. no. if you would have it would have pushed it up uh, I mean Pokemon was definitely the, the make fan a better game Pokemon yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pokemon was you know, easily it, the fan favorite Pokemon yeah. was originally number two on my list until I got to the end and if that didn't disappoint oh, me so much Drop Pokemon down. would have been our winner wow oh, so it's true. all on you it is all on me oh, and I so cast the deciding vote on inside so ha <laughs> 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 um so yeah I guess we have an unofficial official top three this year oh, yeah number three being Pokemon Sun slash Moon. Number two being Dark Souls three and inside, inside winning official unofficial game of the year, yeah. Game Work Express. Mm. Um, so congratulations to all of our winners. You get nothing nope. except the praise of this show. Mm. Uh, and that brings us to our final category: most anticipated game of 2017. But first, our old pal Scott Bezdek did write in um, because he was on the show a couple weeks ago doing his top ten. He let us know five indie games for us to look out for because he's kind of our oh, indie game specialist okay. in 2017. Uh, his first suggestion is The Outer Wild, which he describes as Groundhog Day meets sci-fi meets an adventure game. Okay. I love uh, adventure games. His second one is called Donut County. It's uh, it's like Katamari if instead of a ball you control a hole. I'm in. Like mm-hmm. a black hole? I guess, yeah. Or like a wet hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Strafe, which he says, if you loved uh, the old school part of New Doom, but thought the shiny graphics were too shiny, try Strafe. Okay. Early buzz is super strong. That's funny because I used to love a game called Strife. Oh yeah. Strife, back in the <laughs> '90s, that was like the Doom engine, but an adventure game. Hmm. Hmm. 
his next pick is uh, Amiga Kure. M-I-E-G-A-Q-U-K-U-R-E. Games like Fez sure. and Paper Mario, Paper Mario have you solving uh, puzzles in 2D by having a player go up one dimension in 3D in order to have a stronger perception. This game is a 3D puzzler where you have to go up to a fourth dimension to Ooh. see the oh, answers. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing something on this game, and it confused the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I liked it. Sure. And his final <laughs> suggestion to look out for for indie titles in 2017 is uh, Manifold Garden. Mm. He says if uh, Amiga Cure is an attempt to out-Fez Fez, then Manifold Garden is an attempt to out-Antichamber Antichamber. Oh, Lord. Oh, all right. Uh, an abstract M.C. Escher first-person mind-bender bent on challenging the player's perception of not only 3D space, but Euclidean geometry. So, The uh, VR awesome. version comes with a free vomit bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, so, yeah. I appreciate that right in, Scott. Uh, he posted links on the Gameware group, if you're a member of that on Facebook, and you can uh, check out YouTube videos of each one. Uh, so, moving into our most anticipated games, just like last year, I went back and listened to last year's Game of the Year show mm. to bring up what y'all talked about or what we were looking forward to this year. We all named way too many games, so this year we're naming one game for most anticipated. I, yeah. uh, but, trip down Limery Lane, John Michael, unfortunately, you're not here for that, so I don't have one for you. That's fine. Uh, Steven. It was Dark Souls, though. It was Dark Souls 3, yeah. actually. <laughs> Steven's was. Game of the Year winner! <laughs> Dark Souls 3. Yeah. And was... you also said Persona 5, quote, Whoops. I think it will come out this year. Shows what I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Fire Emblem Fates. Neil, your main one was Last Guardian. And I didn't even play it. Oh, well, there we go. How about that? You also said Final Fantasy VII Remake, if it comes out. Uncharted 4, Ratchet and & Clank, and Mighty Number no. 9. It's like seven Oops. games. I know. Vaughn and listed eight games. <laughs> oh, eight games. With uh, your first one, your main one, being your number two at Odin Sphere. You also said Star Fox for the second year oh, in a row. Yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> Zelda for the Wii U. No. Yeah, that didn't come out. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Five Nights at Freddy's World. Yeah, that wasn't good. Pokemon <laughs> Tournament and Street Fighter Five. And One of those was good. <laughs> for the third year in a row, I said Persona 5. Nope. You better not say that this year. You're, oh. you're going to curse it. Because I said Persona 5, and I said uh, for real this time in my notes for last year. Um, <laughs> yeah, that so, got delayed again. <laughs> that's funny to me. So we're going to name one game per person One for our okay. most game. anticipated game of 2017, Stephen Mark. Okay, so uh, starting with number 10. <laughs> um, Team Ninja has a history of developing incredibly like difficult character action games mm -hmm. with this blistering AI like difficulty that just makes you better at the game. So Neo, which has been development for mm. ten years, yes, uh, and it's finally coming out like in a month. Uh, yeah, that is my most anticipated game of two thousand and seventeen. Uh, I actually forgot about. Think that of game. it like if they made Dark Souls, but in feudal Japan. Yes, mm -hmm. because that's what this game is. Okay, it's Dark Souls, but in, in feudal Fuel. Japan. <laughs> What's really funny is every time I think of this game, I always think that it's. Uh, Near Automatica. Yeah, which is always, another great game that's but, coming out. Like, wasn't Near not that great? No, so Near was not good. I've always no. been like but, wondering why people are like, man, I can't wait for Platinum. Platinum didn't make Near, and Platinum yeah. is making the new one. Okay, so. oh, okay. And this is the A team, not yeah. the Cora yeah, right. team and T team. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Neo looks fucking incredible. Oh, um, okay. Like, 
just give that to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because, okay, let's talk about my number nine game. <laughs> no, but seriously, there are so many great games coming out just in January and February and yes. March. Right. Like, I don't even know. You could spend the entire year just playing mm-hmm. quarter one's releases. Yeah. yeah. So. 2017 shaping up to be another great year for gaming, I That's think. It's a banger. Yep. Neil. Well, since I guess uh, saying the Switch won't count, since that's like a lot of things. <laughs> Have fun with that um, menu. Yeah. That all you're going to do is <laughs> yeah. turn the Switch on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, no, I'm really looking forward to Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't wait. I yeah. mean, there's really not much more to say. That I love the Zelda series, and the game is shaping up to look phenomenal. We'll see if it comes out in March, or it comes out in May, or it comes oh, it out won't come out in time. March. Well, one we'll thing see. that I think is interesting is that all these stores are starting to get marketing materials for mm-hmm. the Switch, and that Zelda game is prominently featured in most of right. the backgrounds yeah. and advertisements that mm-hmm. people are going to be putting in stores. Yeah. So now I'm starting to think that it will come out in March. You think so? Because why would all this signage yeah. have Zelda shit? And it's the only game they've been showing off it. at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I I've seen they show a lot of promotional stuff. I mean, PlayStation I'm, always shows Gran Turismo. And I know, that's still not but out I'm yet. talking about yeah. like a sign at Target that says Nintendo Switch, and then on, on the got, sign yeah. it's got Zelda yeah. stuff. So to me, I don't. I'd be surprised yeah. at this point if it wasn't a launch title. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah, why not put Mario there instead? Like, well, that, that's what some rumors are pointing at. Some, so yeah, rumor yeah. has it. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, good well. choice. Good choice. Vaughn? Mine is uh, a game that actually got announced recently at the PlayStation. It's very it's Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yes, sir. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it has been quite a while since we've had a uh, new Marvel vs. Mm-hmm. game. And, like, the Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 left such a bad impression on me, like, towards the end. It's like, it's definitely time for something new. And from what they showed at PSX, like, this game is already looking really really hype mm-hmm. who's so. your favorite x-men to play as oh. probably won't have any <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i didn't play that many x-men in the marvel games anyway the only ones that yeah, i played as were there. gambit and rogue and those they didn't they weren't even in three so eh, whatever <laughs> there <laughs> but i am excited to play as x from Mega Man X. Yeah. Ooh, and, so. and Johnny Storm as the, the torch. <laughs> Ooh, or maybe Sue Storm as the Invisible Woman. Just like going, going I wonder through. wonder what uh, guest characters are going to have. Howard the Duck. Freddy <laughs> Cougar. Yeah. Going through like the initial excitement that we like uh, had for Marvel vs. Capcom 3 when that game got announced and like with the character reveals and whatnot. It's nice to be able to like go through that again it is fun. with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. This year, I did. I, on Christmas Day, I sat down with my cousin Josh, and we talked for literally like an hour about who would probably be in there from like Marvel and Capcom sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just fun to speculate. And yeah, see definitely. Those announcements come out. So, and from a gameplay perspective, for what they show, it's already looking like it is going to be very similar to Tatsunoko versus Capcom, yes. and I thoroughly enjoyed that game when it came out on Wii. I just so, can't wait to see what, like, random characters thrown in. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, I remember when 3 announced that Beautiful Joe was going to be in it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, how's that going to work? Or even uh, Rocket. Like, Well, I'm well, hoping uh, that Hank that was... East is going to be in <laughs> 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 Frank West's alter ego. Yeah. I mean, just even, like, when, like, Smash announced the Duck Hunt dog. Oh, yeah, you know? exactly. Like, just stuff yeah. like that, that fighting games. They always throw in, like, some one weird the Capcom logo. Yeah. The car from Daytona, you know? It's got to be the car from Daytona. Capcom already has like kind of like their own like representations of like their own characters in some of these games like mm-hmm. Captain Commando like he's you know he's Capcom 
Right. <laughs> right. It's right there in the name if you yeah. reverse the letters around. Yeah. Like the number 23, that movie, yeah. Jim Carrey. That was a good movie. <laughs> He's, Jim Carrey as the character from 23 is going to be in Marvel. I get, that's <laughs> what I hear. Yeah. So yeah, it was already like an exciting year for uh, fighting games, and I think 2017 is going to be even more exciting. I don't know how, I agree with you, but I don't know how 2017 can top uh, the Infinite Heroin, what was that game I always talk uh, about? Nitro Plus, <laughs> Nitro Plus. You don't even know the game Yeah, it's such a great game, and, and I agree that fighting games are back, y'all, yep. and just get ready. <laughs> Because we got Tekken, we got yeah. maybe Soul Calibur, we got who knows? Yeah, who, I don't know anything. Tekken Marvel awesome. season two for Street Fighter uh, Five just came out. Probably another sixty dollar Blas Blue expansion, yeah. with two new characters, exactly. and another sixty dollar sure. Guilty Gear expansion, <laughs> with two new characters. Cool. Talk oh, and, and Justice Two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. So I know, guys. I know, but I want to anticipate that this game comes out in twenty seventeen. <laughs> It is that new Spider-Man game from Insomnia. Mm-hmm. Like that. I hope you're how, right. I, hope I you're want. Right. I want. I'm anticipating that it comes out in 2017. That's There's a movie it's, coming out. Like, sure. Synergy and whatnot. I yeah. want that game. I want to play a Spider-Man in a competently developed Spider-Man game. And I think Insomniac. Yeah, that, can do exactly. that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I wonder what crazy weapons he's gonna have. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like a laser sword. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just it because you know that'd be great if he just has a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never uses his webs once. <laughs> How do you feel about that suit? I actually really like it. Yeah, I really do like it. I like that they're taking their own like separate approach to a Spider-Man like universe kind of, and they're just like we're gonna have fun doing some Spider-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the suit. I the game looks you know what they've shown i guess what you can see of it. it looks really beautiful yeah so um all i want is swinging that's as good as it was in two sure and that's I, they, all i really want again that wasn't that hard to redo well, they just need to redo it it like, seems to be very difficult well i, well, I, I no agree. one has done they, it since but they they keep trying to like I guess, like, do their own twist. Like, right. yeah, we could do it, but we'll make it better. And they don't make it better, so... The swinging in Amazing Spider-Man 1, the game, was okay. It was and it was, But the problem was, he just shot straight up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. So you need like, a building to attach to. Yeah, But also, too, yeah. I want the camera to not be directly behind him the whole time. I want it to feel like it's kind of bombastic. Like, yeah. I'm not really good sure. at swinging. You yeah. Know? It just... I don't know. No, that's I agree. I want. I want it to feel like 2, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Spider-Man 2. No, um, that's sure. one I'm definitely excited for. I hope it makes 2017. A lot of the pundits I listen to don't think so. But let's prove no. them all wrong. Yeah. I hope so. You got it, Spidey. You can do it. <laughs> I believe in you to make 2017 the best year ever. It's <laughs> a good so. pick. Um, for mine, it will not be a Gameware Express Game of the Year episode if my most anticipated title <laughs> is not Persona <laughs> 5. <laughs> and I think this might actually be the year for real, for real. And then fast forward to this same time next year <laughs> when... It's still not. No, I mean, at this point, I mean, it did get delayed from February to April. It's actually out in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, <laughs> learned, you know, in the past three years, you could have learned Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I should have at this point. Shoot, it's, it's just not even. You can probably just screenshot with Google Translate yeah, on your yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's what it says. All right, cool. I know when it was my most anticipated the first time we did this in 2013, it was a long shot because it was like winter 2014, maybe, right, maybe right. for Japan. Dang, it's been that long? Yes. Yeah. Man. And then <laughs> no wonder the I'm past not 2015, 
and it was supposed to come out last year. The first trailer with the chairs. And yeah, the, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good trailer, too. Yeah. So, Persona 5 better fucking come out this year, and I think it will. <laughs> and that weekend, when I, I get my hands on it, do not try to contact me. On the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, they the, I guess, product manager of um, Atlas went ahead and said that there is no Switch version. Because everyone was, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. on Twitter, yeah. hammering him, asking if there was a Switch version. Yeah. But I don't think he'd be allowed to announce a Switch version. So I don't think so. There's a Switch version true. coming. There's yeah. probably a Switch version. I, yeah. uh, I don't know. See, I'd almost get it on Switch, because I've played every other Persona game 3 and 4 on, on a handheld. handheld. So, yeah. keep that going. But guys, I'm really excited about Persona 5, and I really hope it's a thing. Yeah. But, so, we'll see. Uh, and that's it. That officially wraps up 2016 for gaming. You did uh, it. Good thanks. job, Inside. Good job, Inside. And Dark Souls 3, and Pokemon Sun and Moon, and every other game we talked about. No Man's all fantastic. Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky. You really, <laughs> you really brought it. What mm. if No Man's Sky in 2017 becomes like the greatest game ever? Maybe. Made? It could. It's good. too late now, though. Yeah. Uh, well, well, retro game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, thank you for a fantastic year. Uh, I know I keep dragging y'all over here to do this when we have all these other things going on in our lives. I appreciate uh, y'all coming to do it. It literally is my most favorite time of the week getting to get us all together and chat about games. So thank y'all so much. Everyone, thank you so much for listening and writing in and um, supporting us, continuing for these three-plus years we've been doing this. Uh, 2017's year of possibilities. So who knows what uh, who knows? we might be doing come this time next year with this Probably show or with everything. rooftop. Yeah, switch party. Switch party. <laughs> Recording the show on the roof. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> mm. uh, but everyone, thank you so much. Uh, have a great weekend, and we will see you next week.